Media well, he covers your story, your story will be covered from the ground up. I'm excited about my next guest because, you know, anytime I have a person on the show that I don't know, never know where that's going to go. But when I have somebody that I do know, I know that I'm going to go all the way in my bag. This next guest is somebody who uh, many would say is a reality star, an artist. Some would call a ghostwriter, and we're going to get into that. But he's my friend who I've actually kissed on camera. Give it up for Bobby Light. Which is my camera? Is it this or which is this? They're all your, yeah, that's your camera right there, Bobby. Okay, so look, Bobby Lights is on the show. Yesterday, I called Bobby and I said, Bobby, go to bed early so you can be fresh for the show. And you were... Reluctant. You, you were reluctant. What was it? Where, where did that come from? Because I feel like we're good enough friends. What made you say, Am I, I'm, I'm nervous about doing the show? So, I'll begin with saying this. Jay said, you're an icon, you're a legend. You're my friend first. Absolutely. But, you know, sometimes... You know, when you're caught up in your work, you're not able to really grasp what your friends are doing in their life. So you're not keeping up. And every move you make, it just adds this level of, you know, power to your name, right? So they, we got the Jason Lee show. Then I'm like, we got, he that Kiki Palmer, Black China, Cardi B. I'm like, am I big enough? Am I good enough? Have I arrived? Am I worthy enough to sit on the Jason Lee couch? So that's what it was. I think I was feeling nervous. I was nervous. But this is the crazy part, and this is what I will say. Um, I, I had talked about on Facebook and somewhere, podcast or somewhere, that I sometimes suffer from imposter syndrome. Like, I know all I the words. I never know what that word is. What is imposter that? syndrome is where syndrome. you don't believe you belong in the room. Like That is what I suffer from. That's what I'm saying. So when you did that yesterday, it reminds me of sometimes when I find myself in spaces, because I know all the work I've done, and you know all the work that you've done, but I still will find myself in some rooms where I'm like, Oh my God, they're gonna find out I don't belong here. Oh my God, I don't believe I belong here. Or I don't want them. I, I, or or sometimes they'd be like, "That's Bobby Lights. Ain't that bitch a motherfucker crazy motherfucker cocaine bitch?" Just, but, but 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 it's crazy because people will say what they want to say about us, but it's what we say about ourselves and how we see ourselves that matters. And I thought like when I called you, like excited that you're coming on the show, and you're like, "Are you sure I'm big enough?" And I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, you don't want to start off with the podcast." No, but let's be very clear. I mean, you've done a lot of work. And I met Bobby years ago. And we all know him from Love and Hip Hop. And he's on this new show over on E, um, Crazy House of Villains, which we're going to talk about. But, you know, you've done a lot of things, not only for you as an individual, but for the gay community and the gay culture. So I do want to give you your props. I met Bobby the first time in a club in Miami. I was walking <laughs> through. I was love, on Love and Hip Hop. I was probably three sizes. You were fa- he was famous then. I wasn't. I recognize him. I go up to him. But now we have a debate on, because I think you licked my face that day. You keep saying that you licked my face, but I'm not sure if you want to like admit that you licked my face. But remember, you are a, you, I'm not sure, I think you're, I'm not sure if you're actual, but you give top energy. Like, I don't, I'm just saying. Big top. Put some respect and, on him. Okay, I'm going to say, so I think that you definitely, you seen a little, you know, light-skinned cutie, and then you may have not known. You Wait, didn't so you know thought I was, you, didn't you thought I was trying to fuck you that night? No, I, I don't know what, I think you were, just had one too many drinks, and you literally, you went like this, you like, and you licked my face, but guess what? I was like, I love it. And I went to, and before I can even go to lick his face back, he's like, oh, no. I, I'm like, Wait, how do you get to lick my face? And I was like, that's when I knew Jason Lee is literally... But what, what, what that moment, what I loved about it was I was 
given that big top energy, very confident being gay in a gay club in Miami. And you came up to me and gave me my props. And Bobby then, I could tell, I mean, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what he did. But you could tell you had this energy about you where the world was going to see you. And I think you even said something like, you'll see me soon. And yeah, then he just I had just got it. casted for Love Hip Hop Miami, but it took two years before it came out. We had to do the pilot and this whole thing. So so when when did you know? So we know that your cousin is Trino, famous hip hop, uh, trailblazer, uh, Miami. I mean, just she's Trina. Legend, she icon. She's an icon. So... You were always Trina's cousin, but when did you know that you wanted to be another star in the family? So, fun fact, I'm not even sure if I've talked about this on interviews before, but um, Trina and I, so I didn't know Trina was my cousin until like I was like seven, 16, 17. We never grew up together. Um, she hated, she still to this day hates my side of the family, our side of the family, which makes us related, and that is our father's side. Her father... Is my father's brother. So one day, it was around Christmas time, my sister happened to go up north, because I'm from Homestead, up north to spend time with our grandmother and in Miami, and which is 30 minutes from Homestead. Anyways, long story short, she, she calls me, she's like, Bobby, guess who our cousin is? She just came and, and say hi to our grandmother just to come by. And so my last name is Wade. So I'm like, Dwayne Wade? Bitch, <laughs> we from Miami, Dwayne Wade? Dwayne well, Wade. well. And, and <laughs> so then, so then, She's like, no, it's a female. I'm like, who is it? She's a Trina. I'm like, the rapper? And then, <laughs> I almost fucking, I queefed out my mouth. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So, and then I'm like, Trina? Like, you know, she's then like, literally, like it was Kim and then it was Trina. And, and like, you never met her? Never, never. But I was a fan, yeah. ironically, you know, as a, as a secretly gay man. And I still didn't come out of the closet until like 1918, but still. I was getting close to coming out of the closet. The point is, I'm like, what? So from there is when I kind of find out. Then it took a whole journey. It took like five years before I even got her good graces. Mm. Like, I would come around. My first time, I said, I'm going to, I see one of her bookings. I'm like, online, this is MySpace days. I'm like, I'm about to go to this booking. And I went, showed up, bombarded my way through the crowd, everything, get in the section. I'm like, I'm your cousin. <laughs> and she's looking at me like this. She's like... <laughs> She probably thought she was some crazy she fan. She thought I was insane. Yes. But in you, that what, mo- you are insane. I am insane. Okay, okay. She just, you know, I think she realized I was insane. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. She realized. So anyways, I was like, you know. Uh, and then in that moment, though, even though she was shocked, she kind of like verified with like people in Munster Camp that are more like tapped into the culture, like family background, like because she really didn't give a fuck about that side. She would literally just close it out. And I think within that moment, that same night, they kind of were just like, I think that is your, that is, that's your uncle, that's your, that's your cousin. Anyway, so um, from there, it was just kind of like, that was the beginning. And then it took a long time. Fast forward three years, Love & Hip Hop happens. They were filming without me. I was never on the show. They were filming. Mona had a pilot ready for like a year. The pilot didn't do what it was supposed to do. They didn't put out the show. Then out of nowhere, one day, I got wind, caught wind that they were doing Love & Hip Hop Miami. And I'm like, what? So I reached out to anyone. I, I, I started reaching out. And out of nowhere, I real, I find out that Felicia Monet, who is a big radio personality in Miami, is in charge of casting. Basically because since she's from Miami, she was able to connect dots. You know, like kind of know like who's the who's in Miami. So I reached out to her. I'm like, listen, this is my story. Trina is my cousin, my first cousin. She doesn't want to support. Like I went off on this rant, this storyline, just like throwing Trina under the bus, trying to get like, 
And you didn't work. tell Trina you did I that. Know. I mean, yeah. I didn't have her number. She yeah. didn't fuck with me then. I was yeah. like, I don't know. I have nothing else to lose now. Because at this point, it's facts. We are cousins. We are first cousins. First cousins. We share the same blood. I'm like, fuck it. I ain't got shit to lose, bitch. I'm about to tell my story. I tell my story, and they reach out. They're like, we want to hear more from you. And sure enough, I get a um, a Zoom call with Mona and the producers, casting directors. And before you know it, they had me film, and shit just went. I mean, it went from me being a part of her storyline to then they call me two weeks later. They're like, they have all the big wigs at VH1 and Viacom on the phone. Like, how can we help tell your story a little bit more? We want to expand more to your story. We wanted you on SC storyline. Thought you were going to be B. Now we want you at an A storyline. And they gave me my own storyline. I made opening credits. The first openly gay man, the first gay man to make opening credits on Love & Hip Hop or any... Well, any reality show, actually. Well, there was Milan Christopher. He never made opening credits. Oh, he didn't. Oh. He was on the show. No, I'm just saying he was on the show. Shout out to Milan. Hey, sis. But he never made opening credit. They never gave him You're right. You're right. I made opening credit. I didn't credit. even make opening credit. Yeah. I was, and I wasn't even a main star. I was like... I mean, you threw a drink on Hazel E. Hey, but anyway, continue. <laughs> that's what made, by the way, that's what made me love him. I was like, oh, he's me. Bitch, he's like me. He's like, bitch, I ain't put it... As long as I, I ain't hit you. A little splashing arm. Listen, listen. <laughs> let me ask you. Let's go back to so you and Trina both are related on your father's side. Mm-hmm. But did both of you get along with your fathers? Because you, your father wasn't in your life, right? My father has been in prison from the moment I was seven years old. I don't even know what it is to hear his voice say, "Come on, son, let's do nothing." Like, so, do, do you remember him at all? And as your as a child, like seeing him playing with them? I don't. Nothing. There's and, one memory that sticks to me. It's a very vulnerable memory. I don't share this with a lot of people, but I'll go ahead and share it with you. Um, there's this one memory. It's just so sad, honestly. My mom was in her broke down Buick. We were riding down the highway. She's calling, oh my God, why? She's calling, she's like, where are you? you And she was like, you're supposed to bring us clothes for school or something. And we stopped in the middle of the highway. I remember stopping in the middle of the highway and a car pulls up behind me and it's him. He's coming out with like a lousy bag from Sears. And he's like, here's his school clothes. It was like one outfit or like a shirt and pants or something. And, I'm, and she's like, say hi to your father. And like, I was confused. I'm like, this is my father. This is how I'm meeting him. Like, and that was the last memory I had of him. Like, mm-hmm. it was so weird. We're on the highway and he gets back into there. He just, ugh. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it. But that, that was the only time I've ever seen my father in my whole life. I'm 32 years old. Turning 33 in 20 days. But yeah, it's... Which it's is like which is like 24, 25 years ago. But let yeah. me ask you, because uh, this year my father passed away and I had gone on The Breakfast Club a couple of days before he died and I was like very vocal that I had closure with my dad, my daddy issues were gone. And they were like, well, he could die soon and they were, you should make up. And I was like, no. And then he died a couple of days later and I didn't go to the funeral and I had closure. Um, do you have closure from your dad, your relationship with your dad? And do you have daddy issues? Season, we're on season five of Love and Hip Hop. Season four, last season, um, he was actually on the on the season. We were able to record like me video chatting with him in prison. That was the first time I seen him in so many years. Um, it was more so of a storyline driven type of connection. I didn't really feel the need still and even now to connect with him. However, I have people in my ear like my cousin Trina's brother Snoop, who is the glue to the family. People in our in my ear like just say that have his best interest clearly, but connect with him, God forbid he dies in prison, and you don't, and it, and it does kind of get sad, but, um, no. But you don't feel a need to have that connection, that 
father figure. And that's what I think also bothers me, the fact that I don't have that need. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't you have the need? Well, clearly because he wasn't in my life, but it's like, I have forgiven him. I want to forgive him. I have forgiven him, but it's just like, I, I don't know. When you were raised, so you were I raised. I don't know, it's just such a deep conversation. It's such a deep You, you were raised by your mom alone? And so what's your relationship with her now and how was that experience watching her raise you as a single mother? Now as an adult and everything and just also just me being in my adulthood knowing like what it feels like to pay bills, know what it feels like to take care of people. Um, I just, my hat's off to her. I want to give her the world now. So that's, that's my whole concept in life now. Just like take care of her now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm just, I'm proud of her. Mm-hmm. Is I'm she proud, proud of, of you? She is. Mm. And even though, mom, uh, growing up, she was like, you need to go to college. This fame shit ain't her. You're not on TV. What? Being on TV? You want to be on TV? You want to? I was like, yes, I'm going to be. The world needs to see my person. I want to be. And um, yeah, so. See, and part of why I want to take that and go all the way back to the beginning of when I first saw Bobby in the club and have gone to know Bobby. And let me be very clear. Bobby is a friend of mine. I don't. Even like the industry friends, isn't that? Bobby's a friend of mine. We hang outside the show. We hang outside of this show. We hang, hang, hang. We're going to get into all the fuckery that he's gotten me into. (laughs) Fuckery. But, uh, you know, you've always had this energy about you where you knew you had something bigger coming. Even from when I mentioned the club. Does that come from growing up as a child without having a lot and having this ambition and desire to get it all? Or is it that you just saw entertainment like I did as a kid and wanted to be in that world? What was it that gave you the drive to like pursue all the dreams you're pursuing now? All of that, everything you just said. Um, coming from nothing, having ambition to want more, wanting more, um, seeing others like, oh, they're eating it up. Well, bitch, I got that in me too. Let me get on the red carpet, all that. It was just a combination of all that. I think also, um, you know, I do believe in destiny. I, I do believe that we all are have, you know, not to get too deep, but you know, once we're born, our our path is already written, low key, basically. And I think that part of like part of ambition is just a, a, a subconscious realization. It's like something that we subconsciously are realizing that we belong in a world that it may not be this, but it may be this. And it's like I think that's just part of us being in alignment and on our path. So I think that, yeah, it was definitely, I think that, and we spoke about this earlier before we got, like, when you come from rock bottom, the only thing you can imagine is going up. You don't, you're not thinking, okay, well, now I'm here eating noodles. Now I want baked beans. Mm-hmm. No, bitch. It's like, now I'm eating noodles. Bitch, I want steak, I want steak and lobster. Mm-hmm. Like, this, and especially when you're seeing it. Um, I was a big pop culture analyst. I, I watched, I was like around for the Courtney Loves, the Paris Hiltons, when Paris Hilton called Lori, um, Lindsay Lohan a fire crotch. <laughs> like I was there tuned in to, uh, media takeout before it was shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was always in like, this is an interesting world. I feel like I can So you had an it. affection for pop culture, celebrity yeah, culture. Yeah, I did. And I think that was just, you know, me just knowing that I would eventually be a part of it. So when you were growing up, because you and I are both gay, but we've had different gay experiences. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't, I don't believe I was born gay. I don't remember as a little kid being gay, being attracted to guys. That came over time. Oh, really? You'd always been gay. Yes. And you knew you were gay. So like, were you a little boy? I was a flaming little queer. Oh, from age seven. I don't even know if I can say this, but I would literally like just in school, I would just, imagine, instead of like, what, you know what? I'm just, no, say this is actually this is the Jason Lee show. We say whatever the fuck we want. So I would just imagine myself kissing boys and stuff when I was 
Because that's what Seven, you were attracted to. Yeah, I think I was born gay. What has been your gay experience? Because like I feel like I've had the privilege of flying under the veil of being straight. Because I, I navigate through spaces where mostly straight men. My friends are mostly straight men. You I, always tell me. You, sometimes we get even like you're being too gay for me, bitch. Even though you love it, but it's like, bitch, hello. No, I live for it with Bobby. Let me tell you, Bobby makes me the most comfortable gay. Like, all my friends don't make... Remember the time we were in Miami and we got in the Sprinter? You posted we, a whole... You said trade hunters. I said, oh, that was bold. No, but I loved it because, first of all, it was actually really coded because you have to know what trading can you, can is. Can like you, for the, the audience watching, there's, like, older women watching, like, what the fuck is a trade hunter? And men are also you, wondering, like, what is trade... And there's trade watching. Can yeah. you explain what trade hunters is? For, so a trade hunter is... First break down trade. Trade is a man that may or may not be gay, that is willing to indulge in gay sexual experiences. And they pass and it straight. Solely that. They pass it straight. They live a straight heterosexual lifestyle, but behind closed doors, sometimes with a little liquor, a little liquor flowing, not behind closed doors, they're willing to, you know, just indulge in that. Throat, other... throat, the throat hugs. Yes. Throat <laughs> hugs. And, and listen, some of your boyfriends watching with you right now, they're Maybe trade. They are trade. They're trade. Okay, yeah, so when I posted the picture of us from the Sprinter, Trade Hunters, did you gag? Was that I hilarious? Gagged. I gagged. Because that was a sign for me. It was like, it showed, I was like, wow, Jason just opened up. Like, because you're not like, like, you are like, okay, I don't know what I can, but you are like that among, like, when we go out and we have a good time, we know what we out there looking for. But your brand, your image, what you portray to the world isn't. So out there like I am. Well, let me say this. And Which I'll I respect. Say, but, let me, okay. but let me say this because I'm not DL at all. Those of you that don't know, that's Far from some of your boyfriends. Down low. That's <laughs> not me. I'm very, I'm very, I don't like leading with my sexuality because then you get typecast in my opinion of just Facts. being gay. And I feel like, and we'll get into like music because as you'll see in music, you know, there's a lot of issues in there with, you know, so, some folks don't like, you know, hip hop, you know, if you're gay or whatever, there's, and that's evolving, right? And partly because of you and Saucy and other people, but... I, when I came into Love and Hip Hop, I didn't want to lead with my sexuality. That drink toss you, you talk about was because they were trying to out a relationship that was private at the time. But So that was more of like fear. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that was more of I like... I didn't know the, 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 the backstory. Oh, I didn't that know that. That was more of fear. But like for you, you came into the show very confidently, Blame me. openly. It's hard for me to hide it. And did you, did you understand at the time that you were showing up for people to see themselves on TV? Yes, yes. So the whole... Yes, yes. Part of what made them give me, bump me up and give me the storyline was just like, okay, you're about to tell a story, you're about to represent for a lot of people that are just like you, openly gay, unapologetically themselves, you know, just true to themselves. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that it's hard for them to hide being themselves. And it's like, what do you mean hide being gay? I'm not trying to hide being gay. Now you're saying hide being myself. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it was an opportunity, but it was also um, a pivotal moment for mm -hmm. the world. And I do think that I am the reason why a lot of people are able to, a lot of gays are able to, even Lil Nas X and Saucy. Like, I get it. Like, Saucy, Lil Nas X are signed to major labels, all that. But I feel like when it comes to the, the, the ordinance of things or the, what's it called, the sequences of mm -hmm. events or however you want to mm -hmm. put it, I the trajectory was, of men yeah. who are gay in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I was the first. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was Milan also. I, hats off to him also. Milan. I mean, he came on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, and then you, you, 
um, even though you were in music, but you were like head of media. And it's like, we started making, we started pioneering. I like to call us the pioneer. Like we started pioneering these. And for black gay. Yeah, and, for black. And everybody was different. Yeah. You know, cause we're not a monolith. We're, you know, I'm no more or less gay than you. Uh, I just express myself differently as we all do, right? Yeah. But let me ask you this because both of us, I want to dispel a rumor because Bobby and I are also both friends with Prince. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris, AKA Prince from Love & Hip Hop. You guys are really close friends. I've become, I was friends with him before the mm -hmm. show, but you guys had a fr rough first and second season. And a lot of people thought that Prince we're was fucking. gay. Yeah, and thought you guys were together. First, let's start by clearing up the rumor and then going backwards. You and Prince never fucked, and Prince is not- Not even a kiss. And Prince is not gay. And Prince is not gay, I think you know that. Um, here's the thing about that. I think now I kind of owe it to him. I've done it, I've already told him. I owe him a huge apology. Like it was me a lot of times. Like what it was do you like own, an what obsession do you, over our friendship, and it came off as if I was in love with Prince. And you know, now that I think about it, and I, I think I told it, I've said this at some point. I was like, maybe I was falling in love with Prince or something like. You know what I'm saying? Because I, here I am, someone who's never had a father figure, but now I have someone who is straight and. Taller than me, manly figure a in my life. A protector, a friend. A protector, a friend, accepting me, loving me. And I'm like, I'm falling in love with this. It wasn't in a sexual way, though. It was just more like, yeah, I love you as a friend. I'm loving you as a companion. And it was just this weird thing. I was young. Cameras are fun. Like, now we're dealing with the world watching us. It was just a combination of things. And I think that I kind of, I needed to know how to navigate through my feelings a little bit better. And I, I should have been a better friend to him in, in retrospect as far as like knowing like, look, we're filming a show. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I should, shouldn't say these things. We live and we learn. Mm -hmm. We're here now. But I will say this, Chris is not gay. He is, I will say this, metrosexual, yes. Feminine, yes. Yes, his voice is high pitched, yes. But he's not gay, you know? And, and I'll say as somebody that's been able to convert better than the, <laughs> the US dollar to a euro, um, I've tried. Many ways. I see people try too. Because I think Prince is an attractive man. Yeah, but is. what I but what I love about him is his comfort level with the gays mm -hmm. and the straights yep. and the women, this and that. No matter how many times. And even when people would bash him, I mean, he took a bashing for being friendly to both of us, mm -hmm. and he didn't care. I mean, he, he it affected him, but he kept moving oh, and it would affect him. He became a loyal friend. Do you feel like people were just at a point where they weren't able to really understand how yeah. a openly gay Flamboyant or not, man could be friends with yeah. a straight man and vice versa. Yeah, that was five years ago, basically. Yeah. That was a lot. So we, we keep progressing. I think every five years you make a great, significant, significant amount of progression. Um, back then, or five years ago, I'm not saying it's too much of it. It's not like, yes, you better, yes, you better have a gay friend now. It's not, I'm not saying it's not giving that now, but I'm saying then it was just very like, but I also we didn't think, have a little Nas X in. Yeah. But I also <laughs> think when he came on the Jason Lee podcast and talked about his experience, I don't think he knew what he wanted to get out of the reality show. Like you went in knowing what you wanted. I went in knowing what I wanted. I wanted this. You knew you wanted music and what you're doing with your brand. And I don't think he knew what he wanted to get out of it and kind of just followed it. Do you do you agree? Mm, I agree. Yeah. I, I never thought of it like that, but yes, I agree. Okay. So you're in Love and Hip Hop. You become a star on the show. Um, you're filming with all these people. Who did you hate the most as you filmed that whole show? Up to now or then? For the whole time you've been filming. Who do I hate? Who do I hate the most? I don't think I hated anyone. I think I was just annoyed. Hmm. 
It's annoyed. Um, it's not what I hate it. So did you get out of loving hip hop or are you getting out of loving hip hop what you wanted? I mean, it's for, I, I would say yes, because I can say that if like it wasn't for loving hip hop, I don't think I'd be sitting on this couch. I don't think I'd be on House of Villains. I don't think I would have my own dating show. So ultimately, loving hip hop is what gave me my platform to show the world what I'm working with. They did not make me and they cannot break me. Mm-hmm. But they did offer me and provide me the pedestal that I needed. And for that, I will forever be grateful. And so to you- Mona, Stephanie Gale, Viacom, everyone at VH1, and they even know this, I'm easy to work with. So That's you, why I'm so, so you do love in hip hop. You show up on an episode of Wild and Out. I'm on the cast. Um, <laughs> I don't know where we've told this before. We've told it many times, but Bobby and I broke the internet by winning. uh, We won a VMA. We won an award for it. We won an award for, um, I think, being the first men to kiss on Wild and Out. The most wildest moment, was it? It was the most wildest moment, but we end up kissing. Absolutely. Now, Bobby came on the show and I asked him how viral he wanted to go. Now, I I walk into the green room. Here we have all the cast members, all the comedians, just. First of all, I didn't know they could smoke weed in the green room over there in New York. Oh, yeah. Smoking weed. I smoke weed. My type of party, honey. Come in. Everyone's drinking. I walk over here. I don't see Jason over here to the left. He has this huge... <laughs> by the way, this is the biggest bottle of Hennessy I've ever that seen. That was the biggest bottle we could find. Like, it was the biggest bottle of Hennessy. And, by, and then I was a Hennessy drinker. I walk in and he goes straight to me. He's like, you want to go big or you want to go big, big on this episode? I said, let's go big, big. He says, first, hold on. He gets the big ass <laughs> bottle of Hennessy, pours a shot, he's like, take a shot. I take the shot, I'm like, okay, what are you thinking? And he tells me his idea, and I'm like, let's do it. And I don't know how many weeks later, but we made history. We did. We ended up um, kissing and going viral. And, I, you know, what I would love about that moment was one, I think, you know, we did it for representation. We did. Because there are gay kids sitting at home watching yep. Wild and like, Out. What who, about us? Who never saw themselves. Yeah. And they saw that, but saw how everybody on the cast embraced us. It was a huge moment. And to be acknowledged about it. That's why I always give props to Nick Cannon and Wild and Out because they, love Nick. they push Nick. inclusion. But did you yeah. have fun on that episode? I did. That was the fun, one of the funnest shows I've ever filmed, aside from House of Lemons. And then I remember you also went on The Breakfast Club and had a really good interview with Charlamagne. With Charlamagne. And them. I broke a lot of barriers with that. Like, you know, we talked, you know, we got over the whole. First of all, I think Charlamagne. <laughs> what? Charlamagne needs to join. Our community. Oh, but, but isn't he married? Though? No, he is not he's gay. Married. He's no. married. He's not bisexual. He, he's gay adjacent. Like, he plays around with us and jokes. When he stop playing, because some people, like, he's a cancer, I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. I love cancers. So you guys are compatible. We are at, we're the luckiest, Google this at home, guys, luckiest if, if, match of the Zodiac. If Charlemagne could get a gay hall pass, would you fuck Charlemagne? See, that's the thing. I'm not sure I would fuck him. I'd probably date him. He gives, like, lover boys, someone you're going to date, you know? He doesn't give you, like, bathroom quickie. I mean, ever since he said, I mean, I don't know. I, I still don't, I need to ask him this. I don't know if he wears eyeliner or not, but, like, if he, wear, if he wears eyeliner, no. Like, that can never. I don't want my man wearing makeup. So you wouldn't date another man or have sex with another man that wears makeup? No. Unless... Damn, no. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Because it's something about when y'all put on the makeup and then you lay on the pillows and the yeah, whole face I can't is have, still like, there. Yeah, I can't have NC45 and then NC37 on the fucking pillows. <laughs> what is that? Oh, but those are the shades. I'm sorry. Ladies, y'all know. Look, that's how they're gagging. They're gagging. See, I don't even want a man that knows the shadows. Yeah, you like, know, no, no. no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't need fucking like 
two shades of concealer and two shades of foundation on my pillow. Like, no, because too no. much makeup. But okay. you're, you're good looking without makeup. So yeah. Why do you wear makeup? What is your choice? Why do you choose to wear makeup? Okay. Uh, and this is the solid for real answer. So for me, um, whenever I'm working or like I'm putting on the Bobby Lights, it's, I just want to create that, you know, the Bobby Lights. Yeah, I just want to look. You A know, little zhuzh. Flawed, yeah. yeah. But like when I'm, when I brought myself, I felt the new, sh- I can't to keep talking, but you're going to see, because literally this show bears all of me. I, I filmed like so many scenes, no makeup We're going all. through all of Bobby's, we're, we're going to get to House yeah. of Villains. He's, yeah. on, he's on the E! Network now. Yeah. You know, he went from the slums of love and hip hop <laughs> to the slums of Z's network to us to taking, the, taking the Kardashian spot. But they're the, but, well, all you gotta do is take a back shot. It's not that hard. Let me, let me say that. Let me say this. Not, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna shade the Zeus Network. Actually, Zeus Network. Let's be very clear. I love when it's for us by us, and we're profiting off the stuff that we go through because love and hip hop. They don't. They don't pay like Zeus pays. No, Zeus changed my life. And they don't give you the credit that you deserve they as don't. a creator. So let's transition real quick into Zeus. Mm-hmm. Bobby and I both co-executive produced, and he starred in. And no, ex- we executive produced. That's what I'm saying. Executive produced, and he starred in Bobby. I love you, Per. First, before that even happened, he did the conversation with Roland Ray. When he said, I roll around bitches like you, when he was rolling around he in his wheelchair. First of all, he ate me the fuck up, chewed me out, spit me back into the chair, put me on his wheelchair, <laughs> took me for a ride, put me back into the chair and said, what do you got? And like, Roland Ray is iconic. Well, okay? When you did the conversation, did you, because at first it was because you guys had conflict, but once you guys talked, you knew you liked him. Yes. Because he's like The moment he came out, I was like, this is, he's hilarious. He's a Virgo. We love Virgo. Now, when you saw Zeus did the trailer and his wheelchair was squeaking, did you, because the wheelchair wasn't squeaking. Zeus is messy. That was so hilarious. (laughs) And it was around Halloween, I remember. So they had like this also spooky theme. It was like the thunder and it was like very, I was like, then the the door creaking, the door never creaked. But but that's the thing I love about Zeus. I think that, that conversation was the best it was because it was, it was entertaining the best conversation but what had. i loved about what you've done so far zeus is because sometimes i think the criticism that i give lemuel all the time privately is that the combat for no reason makes sense the conversation you all had was not about you beating each other it was the shade it was the it but it was like the, there was resolution and then it went into a show where we were able to see a gay man an openly gay man for the first time be pursued by men who wanted to date him. And, you know, Bobby, I love you, Per, we did that show. And I remember being in the airport and we were casting and we were going through all the guys. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I was like at dinner and he was at the airport, but we're literally all on this big Zoom call going through like, I think it was like 80 or 100. There was a lot of guys. It was a lot. And yeah, but fun fact. So just really quick on the conversation. You know it was supposed to be me and Kaya first. Did I tell you that? Really? No. He let me call me, he's like, hey, Bobby, want to see if you want to do, you know, a one-off special just to see, you know, how you do with the network, and then from there we can discuss any future endeavors. I was like, yeah, what do you have? He's like, conversation. I said, okay, with who? He's like, Kaya. I'm like, at first, no, I said, yeah. I'm like, let's go. But then I started thinking, I'm like, it can get very volatile. It can get very dark. Well, she's also very homophobic, in my opinion. Not only that, but she's, it's just like, what am I going to say? I'm just going to curse your ass out. I have nothing else nice to say to you. Yeah. Long story short, um, I, I called him back like two minutes later because I had agreed. But I said, I called him back and said, hold on, let me, hold on, just hear me out. I said, I have a good idea. I was like, so if you want it to be controversial, salacious, volatile, nasty, and just pure evilness, go ahead on. Just put me, sit down with Kaya. But... I have a great idea. If you want it to be, if you want some viral moments, 
humor, uh, conflict, and resolution, let's do Rolling Ray. And when I said that, he was like, I love that idea. What may, I say, I, I'm like, we've had conflict. I mean, during that time, him and Saucy were going at it, so people were, were expecting him to sit down with him. But we had our issues also on social media, so I was like, let's do him. Then he's like, well, you know what? Jason Lee can get me in contact with Roland Ray. But it was no, yeah, because I, I you the, you brought Roland Ray. But to what him. I love is I brought him to the network. But I love that you closed it because Ray is exactly. a star in yeah, his exactly. own right. So like you brought him, and like there's no use for him yet until I brought him up for the conversation. So that was the beginning of our collaboration mm -hmm. with Bobby. I love you, Prince. It made sense. That's why when Lemmy was like, well, we have another executive producer that I think we should have. I'm like, absolutely. He brought Rolling Ray to the network. It just all made sense. It all came together. But let, let me be very clear. Um, I don't want to do reality TV unless it's mine. But I said the only <laughs> reality show on Zeus that I will show up in and participate in is Bobby's show because I knew. I know you. I know Ray. That by itself, Rolling Ray and Bobby Lights. So camp. Is already like, it's just so too camp. much before we even start rolling. But when they said they were going to bring 17 men in the house to fight for Bobby's love, I was like, they're gonna actually fight, but they're gonna fight for a reason. We're gonna get a cast. It's not giving bad boys where they're just fighting to beat show who can fight the best. Yeah, or yeah, or you know, no shade to the baddies or even like, what are you all fighting for? I don't get it. But with your show, I I, I was like, they're, if they're gonna be fighting for Bobby's love, and it and when passion takes over, it's gonna get heated, and we know there's lots of liquor and opportunity. Um, when, when so we casted the show in the first. Episode. I mean, the first when they got to the house, they say it was your fault, though. What? Yeah, the motherfuckers pumped from the beginning of time, and that's why I love the fact he was the exact. <laughs> well, I was, and I, then your surprise, literally, I cannot talk about well, it wait, enough. That was needed, and if, you, if that didn't happen, I'm sorry. I'm not sure the show would have been as entertaining and as good. Well, let's first start talk about the the, the cast. So when they casted the cast for Bobby, I love you, Per. There, Bobby had his rationale for who he wanted to pick, who he didn't want to pick. I did too, and Ray did. But I really feel like we casted the best cast. We did. And, and what I also love was you had two gay executive producers. You had a gay man, openly gay man, pursuing love with a house full of men. Some were questionably straight. Some were, I mean... Porn stars and on OnlyFans. Ah! There was a lot going on in the house, uh, but the first no, not, shout out to all my content creators, honey. You guys help me get off, uh, get my morning started a lot of times, honey. I love porn. Listen, I'm a Scorpio, I'm a freak, but if I have to do it again, which we may, um, we're not doing that again, Jason. <laughs> wait, wait, but this is what we I got love. paid a little quick. Something. Bobby was the star. He was EP too, but he was the star. He made all the decisions or whatever, but. What I loved about being an active EP was, and th shout out to Lemio and Sue. You got to make a lot of decisions. Also, I got to be involved input. in the yeah. story and watch it and play. And I was, I was behind the scenes being messy. But you did your big one. I need it. And I need you. If we do a season two, when we do a season two, I need you back again. Of course. But you know, you went into the show really looking for love. Like I some, did, sometimes like when a you fucking idiot. But sometimes when you see these. And they did me in. Oh my God, you know how they did me in. No, but I I, I can cry right now. I kind of blame you though, because you went in really bitch. wanting to be in love. And you talk, you know what now that I think about, what did you tell? I don't even remember this. We told me in the I beginning. Said, what? You said, 
get your heart out of this shit and focus on making this show because there's you don't know. Like, just stop getting you, you're too because I already had picked the winner. So low key, as, like, oh, that's my type right no, there. As we were doing the casting, Bobby the entire time from beginning on to end. No, not even that. From beginning to end. It was really about really falling in love with somebody. Yeah. You saw Island Boy before he was Island Boy. And you said, oh my God. You had all these reasons why you liked him, like really liked him. And then you had other guys that you knew really liked you or that you thought were okay. And, and some we just kind of threw in. What was the, the feminine boy's name? Miss Mamas. We just threw Miss Mamas in just to have an extra person. but we, <laughs> To have a stunt double for me. Because honey, she was ready to bust a split in case I couldn't bust a split. No, but when you were doing the show, like from the beginning to the end, you knew that you were looking for somebody that you wanted to be with. And we were always fighting for you to really like be open to doing a show, not falling in love. Because I remember a long time ago, it was Mona who told me, if you really love somebody, don't bring that relationship on reality TV. Because... The world gets invited in. Wait, so she told you that? She ain't never tell none of us that. It was either her or Stephanie Gill. Oh, of I'm them. glad. And, well, I, what's crazy is I had to learn that. Yeah. I wish I had someone to tell me that. So you came in sure really, though. you came in really, you know, and then I threw a curveball by bringing in my ex, which it was a shocker, but guess what? It felt so right and it felt so real and it felt like that is what was needed for the show, period. But is it fair to say, I would argue yes, that was a real reality show. Like we didn't Absolutely. sit around and say, no. "Go do this." Go no. Do that. no, 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 no. Yeah, no. And in fact, something I don't think I even told you this. The moment you actually left, because he was like, he was like, "I'm only, I'm gonna wait for, I'm gonna give here for a week. I'm not doing this. I'll be here for a week." And I was like, and I think you extended for like two a couple weeks. extra. Was, yeah, yeah. used it for two weeks. And after that, he's like, "Okay, I'm out. I gotta get back to LA. This is, I've done my part." <laughs> but for the moment he left, is when just. It, 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 <laughs> There were no more fights. There were no more fights. <laughs> I didn't want to say it like that. <laughs> Fuck. There were no more fights. But when I was there, there was... the key when I was, Zeus. When I was there, there was a fight all day, every day. Yes. Do you remember? <laughs> but we need... That's, I said, so next time I'm like, I'm going to tell, tell Lemmy, I'm like, listen, we need to make sure Jason is secured. If he needs a mansion on the fucking water, whatever the fuck he needs, a per diem of $1,000, whatever the fuck he needs, we need Jason comfortable for the whole entire time of filming, honey, because, huh. So Bobby comes to me. You and he, made sure Bo Bobby comes to me and he says, Bobby comes to me and says, Roland Ray needs to confront Hot Wheels. I said, Bobby, we cannot have two paraplegics or two uh, people in a wheelchair confront each other. That is going to get us in trouble with the handicapped community. And Bobby says, said, no. it's inclusive. Bobby says, it's inclusive. We have to have them. And, and all I know is I turn my back for one minute and he has spit on him. When you saw that happen, what did you, did you know? I thought like, it was just going to be, I, I, I then knew though this was chaos. It was going to be chaotic. Uh, but I knew that it was going to be good. <laughs> it was, it was a lot. Okay. By the way, I'm getting tipsy. Well, keep drinking. You, so we're in the show. By the way, who was your favorite in the show? Because I have a favorite. So my favorite on the show, I've had to pick one person. Yes. The, cast, the yes. guys. Not even like you like is dating, but like right, who is your right, favorite? Right, my favorite. Um, Don't say Dimitri. No. <laughs> I did like him though. I like, he's my second favorite. My first favorite, I would say Hercules. Hercules was, he was likable. The reason why I liked Hercules is because he was to himself. He had a regimen that I witnessed every day, literally get up, gym. Uh, uh, like he was like, he wasn't call bothered his, by the guy. Call his girlfriend. Yeah. If he did, I, see, I never seen that. I didn't either, but I heard. 
Um, and actually, next time I would, I would actually have everybody. Uh, they could have to take everyone's phones. Actually, mm-hmm. like I would, because that's how a lot of things got um, um, compromised. A lot of things got messy. I'm telling you, <laughs> they would take each other from the room. Like tomorrow when we get up, like, like that. So I'm gonna. Anyways, um, I just liked him, and he was just so manly. He was like the real definition of a man. Aside from Andre, I loved Andre too. See, let me tell you a fun fact. Me and Andre fucked twice. Where we're done the house. I, I think you know that. I heard. Yeah, he, I, you had told me something else. He said it. That was I, a lie. I heard you guys had sex the first day yeah, he got the, there. It was the first night. It was. 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 How did that go down? Did he knock He's on so your door? so inappropriate. He just came up to my room and just bombarded himself in my room. And I was trying to tell him to get out. But he just didn't get out. And just one thing led to another. And just, ugh. One thing about Andre, he loves eating pussy. So pussy equals, by the way, in the gay world now, we have this thing where we just feel so entitled that we feel like guys, us guys, we have pussies too. Sorry, ladies. Listen. Well, it's called a bussy. Bussy. He just loves, he loves eating. Put it like that. So he started off there. So he started by eating your ass. Yes. But did he I, ask and you? And I was had, not. I wasn't but, gonna let. I was stressed out that but day. But did he I, ask? But did he ask if you bathed first? Because I don't like. No, eating. I took a shower. Oh no, I took. I was lotioning. I smell good. Oh, okay. listen, my hygiene is always. So he knew you had already done that. Yeah. Okay. But did he care? I mean, did he cared anyway? I don't even think he cared because he just started going down, and I think he kind of did the smell test and all that. You know, he just and he went in. Anyway, so he started eating your ass, and then what happened? Um, after I said like no about like two times, that's it. Um, <laughs> He just, you know, I think he, I didn't suck his dick. Normally I would suck it and get hard. It was already hard. I'm telling you, he has this thing where he likes to, sorry, this may be for Logo or a gay channel, so do, 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 the gay section, <laughs> the gay segment. Anyways, he like, he just likes to eat. Like, he just, I'm just a freak. So anyways, and like, that, I guess, got him hard. And then I think, what, how did it happen? Hey, we just started fucking. That day, first yeah. time. Okay. So. Bobby's in a house yes. with 17 guys who are fighting. Mind you, I did not know he was even going to be. I got to oversee. So when you guys are talking about Well, like, who did that messy shit? What are you talking about? You. No. I got to oversee the entire cast. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I know what my cast is for this show. Not once in my life did I ever imagine that Andre was going to be there. So the day before they start, I guess because they kind of know my temperament, they start kind of hinting, like, we have a surprise for you tomorrow. I'm like, what? Get it. They didn't give me more info. You don't let me. He's not going <laughs> to. Then the next day, this is the day where the guys are moving into the house, the day where I get to, I get to finally actually see them. I'm getting room. I'm getting ready. And I'm restless because, you know, if you know, on Zeus time, we run a little, it's a little. We run at, on Lemuel time. Yeah, Whenever we run Lemuel on Lemuel shows time. up. Basically. Lemmy. Which could be hours later. Hours later. It's all you, Lemmy. <laughs> no. But, so run on Lemmy's time. And uh, so I'm not, I'm getting arrested. So I'm like, okay, well. And then in comes in LJ. But what I love about Zeus is like, whenever it's time to film, they had make this big presidential, it's like, <laughs> showrunner comes. This guy is like, okay, so we're ready to start. So now you feel like it's showtime. Now they're coming to me. It's about an hour and a half out before they come. They're like, so we, you know, we had a deliberation about this and we kind of just know how you've been curious and we just want to just be a little bit more open. We do have a little special surprise for you. It is Jason's idea. It is his part of his... <laughs> yeah, contra- he threw me under it, the bus. It, it, it's, it's contribution. And I'm like, what? Because now it's, I'm like, what? And they're like, you're... Oh, no, no. They didn't even say they didn't your say, ex. They didn't they say, didn't your say ex. No, they, they said, they said, you may... I said, am I going to be mad? Or they're like... 
We're gonna let you know. You may or may not love this idea. So you know what I'm saying? You may it may be good. So I just want to let you know. It's just another person that's being added to the cast. And so in my head, I'm like, what? And that's all they told me. They walk out. Now, <laughs> here's where it, it kind of gave me more time. So now I don't know if you remember this moment. We went, the moment now you're announcing, you know, I got a surprise. You're you're at you said your ex. And I'm like, but then they're like, production's like, cut, hold on, we gotta do it. So now I you said your ex, but then he didn't come out yet. And now they now I'm in back in the house and now they're resetting us and we're getting, and I'm like, so now I'm like frantic, I'm like walking back, I'm like, my ex, I'm even thinking it's him, my real ex of many years that I still haven't removed his fucking name. I'm like, I know that they did not just investigate and find this motherfucker. And then I'm like, uh, my ex from Love and Hip Hop, he's one. I'm like, who is it? What's so ironic and crazy is, given that I was given like a head start with that, I never thought it would be Andre. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, one, because it was such a quick relationship, but then again, in the same breath, it was so public. So I get now why you chose him. But in my head, I'm like, when I started going to the people, I'm like, that motherfucker's way in Brazil right now. Mm -hmm. oh, we, <laughs> we called Andre in Brazil. Oh, no, they, flew they flew him out from fucking Brazil. <laughs> you guys got him from Brazil. Well, you when guys he... ended his vacation. Yeah. Which I think he was tricking with a, with a fucking guy or something. Or was he with Jeffree Star then? No, he, I don't know. Was he, he was. with racist ass Jeffree Star then? I, I don't know what he was doing. You don't like Jeffree? I don't know her. She blocked me for no reason. It's all the. It's always the bitter bitches blocking me when I don't even give a fuck about them. It's just what I say. My mouth. They can't take my mouth. I said one comment and I meant what I said. I feel like she's. She's a. She just basically preys on black men, racist, but will sit there and take black dick, even though they won't allow black dick at their or black people at their table. You know. So that's what I said, and I still feel the same way. She got mad at that. Must have been the truth. Anyways, never met her. Have you ever used her makeup products? Why would I? I mean, she makes makeup for like children. She makes makeup for people that like just want to look like clowns. Halloween makeup. Yeah, Halloween makeup. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll stick to um, Fenty by Rihanna. <laughs> so, so, Jer so uh, Andre walks up. You gag. Beyond gag. I actually was happy because I knew I was gonna get fucked that night. That's the truth. Hold on. That's the truth. That's the truth. I'm like, yes. But Hopefully you, I get some action. But you really liked Island Boy. Did that change at all? When no, did it did it make it harder when he walked up? Like, did it, 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 yes, it added to the competition. Mm -hmm. now, I, now I'm like, now the competition is stiff. Now it's because I'm like, there's one person right now that my eyes are. I'm like, Hercules could get it too. Now Hercules is manly. I mean, Hercules is a man. Yeah. I mean, no matter how gay he can come out, like how how gay he can be now, how many collaborations he do. How much he wants to dibble and dabble, I feel like he just still exudes this manly energy. It's, mm -hmm. his, it's his height, you know, his body mass, his demeanor. He's a man, right? So you, so you go through the whole show. You really want Island Boy. My favorite was Dingling. You did like Dingling. Meaning I liked him as a person. I just thought he was funny. He was... Well, I liked him for one good reason. He gave me weed every time. He was, the weed, he was actually the weed man for the whole cast. He was the and, weed. Yeah, for everyone. He was. And he actually beat somebody up in real life for you. He did. And then he turns around and punches me in my face. Do you, do, can, I, can we talk about the reunion? We went viral because I, you know. Laid me out. You laid me out. You had been drinking. I had been drinking. Everybody had been drinking. I was trying to host. 
the reunion. I'm executive producer, it's host. Zeus. And it was it was chaotic though. It was chaotic. The entire day was chaotic was. on set. It was Fighting. a lot for us. We were all stressed out. I didn't take it no type of way when you asked me, was I drunk? Um, the world wanted to make it such a thing. Well, I looked over. Don't trust him. He's not your friend. He's he, he's just. Well, let me say this. Uh, first, let me apologize, Bobby, because I think what I learned, a couple of things. One, I'll host a reunion. I won't host no more reunions on Zeus. I just, really? Yeah, because for me, there's just no structure. And there's well, no, you were co-hosting with Claudia. Yeah, but there was no... Even though it kind of seemed like you were the actual There was host. no containment of anything. You know, at Love & Hip Hop, they'll pull you off, pull yeah, you back yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was like all the animals were let out their cages, <laughs> and then they just sat back and just started eating peanuts. I couldn't handle it. It was just the too circus. chaotic. But I will say I apologize because I when, I when I said, are you drunk, that was me thinking I was just talking to my friend. I didn't think they would put that in the show. Right. I was trying to explain that to everyone. I'm like, we're filming for over eight hours. No, no, not over eight hours. We showed up at five o'clock yeah. and we left at three, three in, the in the morning. So go figure. That's we're like, filming for so much and that you don't realize, first of all, you're not even sure what's being filmed. You don't know when they're present. So I have to, I, I, I'm going to take it now that basically everything is being filmed. <laughs> and um, you definitely aren't thinking in those moments, even like, are you drunk? It's like, you can even tell, if you know Jason, and I know Jason, it's like, you were just asking like a moment, like, like hold on, everything, like, are you drunk? Come on, we got He was just, and then they chose to keep that part. Um, but either way it goes. <laughs> but I, to but, answer the question then, because I freaked out, and I was like, uh, bitch, yes, I was drunk. <laughs> That show, that that reunion was hard to take. Drunk as fuck. I will say I forgot something too. Like when you're in a production, anytime you have a mic on or cameras in the room, you have to assume you're being filmed. Mm -hmm. I had lost control, trying to get control of a circus. And but what I learned about me was that's just not the environment that I want to be in. Like I don't, because unless I can really do what the cat, you know, you're not supposed, the host's not supposed to do what the cat. Anyway, it was an experience. Got another EP credit. Shout to Zeus for that. You and uh, Dingling had a moment in the show, in the reunion, where he punched you. Mm -hmm. Now, did it almost hit me all the way. He did touch me, but he didn't really like connect because that would have been a whole other case. But you know, it kind of. And I was like, "Oop!" I was like, "But, but he did. He did swing at me, and um, I just can't believe it. That's just not supposed to happen to someone like me." While we we're in the show, people in the show were hooking up. People were hooking up with the handler. People were hooking up with each other. And then after the show, after you picked Island Boy, him and Cash ended up hooking up and becoming a couple for, I don't know if it was for social media or in real life. And then it they- was for a short amount of time. And also. then they both were coming after you. Was that clout chasing? Was that- Clout chasing. It was disrespectful. It was just totally uncalled for. Lesson learned. It's, it's part of what has me reluctant to even revisit doing another season of that show. I've been traumatized from it. Does it make you reluctant to look for love again on camera? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. How do you date as a public figure? Because I find myself making mistakes. One night stands. Can't date them right now. Like People just are wanting something, unless it's genuine. Or oh, I love, and I know you love these moments, when I meet someone and they don't know who I am, have you ever had that? Yeah, but they really know who you are. They act like they, they don't. They do. They know who like, you are. Oh, well, I need at least well, pretend that you don't know who I am. Fuck. I don't want you to. I don't want to. The last thing I want to hear when I meet a guy that I'm trying to date or pursue is anything about my career or my my celebrity life or your cousin or friends. Or yeah, anything. I don't want to yeah. hear you like you're like like 
the biggest turnoff to me, oh, it makes me cringe. We can have the perfect date and you bring up, I was like that one time where you're, oh, I don't want to hear about the one time with nothing. You're not supposed to know about any of that. Like right. you just act like you're just meeting me as a regular person in real life. I miss that. So you're down with one night stands. Oh, doing you, one tonight here in LA. How? Where, where are you finding it? I'm manifesting it. I don't know. Because Hopefully. you told me yesterday, Jack. Right. Are you on Jack the apps? So fun fact: I just got back on Jack like about a year ago. Uh -huh. It's fun. No, because it's, how? it is because they think half of people think that it's not you. They're like, "This is a catfish," so it's fun. So it's like, uh. and then in my bio though, I put if it's if you want to find out if it's really me, I'll prove it if I like you first. So, so that it's makes a game. Them, yeah. So now that makes them like, well, let me show him my picture. Let me show him, and if he likes me, he's gonna prove that it's him. Have you met a guy on Jack that you brought to your house? Ooh, fun fact. Damn, as much as I've been, yes, 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 yes. Like probably- You like, let him come to your house? Wait, three people, yeah, three people, three times. And then you fucked in your house? Fuck him down in my house, honey. I do use the guest bedroom, but the point is, it is a little risky, but I have guns in my house. And listen, and I have this rule where I tell them, I mean, just be, be open. I always tell the guys, I'm like, no weapons, no you filming. come to my house. No filming. Oh no, that's even, that's out the door. They know that. But I'm no weapons. So I do this thing, and if I feel that they, based on their answer, they're gonna be like, what? I don't do weapons. Oh, God, no. Like, depending on the answer. But if someone be like, damn, why not? I'd be like, oh, so you do have weapons, right? So now, when they get there, I check them right out the door with my gun right here. Like, I'm just too paranoid. I do. Or I have it right here on the shoe rack when they come in the door, and I just check them. Like, sorry, I gotta check. But that's just my safety precaution. Because after that, if you decide to try to attack me or whatever, I can, I can fight you one on one. I can pull out my knife, I got guns. But if you have a gun in my house, damn, this is so sad that this is the gay, the gay life of our... I mean, you, Jeffrey Dahmer used to eat people. Yeah, listen, and not only that, listen, especially when they know who I am, I don't know that they got keep cash or that I have a big And station. it's Miami-Dade, they, Miami they, they robbing and killing out there. Yeah, but, Shout out to Lil Haiti. <laughs> Yo, Trina, you hear him? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, she loves Lil Haiti, that's the best Haitian food. They don't play around out there, though. They don't, they yeah. Don't. But you know, I have a pretty good spirit of discernment and I do believe in like vibe catching. I do catch vibes. I don't just get a number and be like, come over. I do spend some time, you know, a couple of days at least getting to know them. Hear the, I like to talk to them. I like to hear their voice. So you um, won't do a random hookup? Like, I do extra Instagrams. But will you do a straight hookup same day? Like come over. I've done it. I do it all the time. Those would be the best ones. Do you let the one night stand spend the night? Until the sun comes up. Like you'll go to you sleep to go. with them. Yeah, I mean, they fall asleep before me. It's like, we're both so tired, drunk. Chances are, so fun fact, chances are if I'm doing a one night stand, I'm drunk as fuck, okay? So is the other person. So like, all we gonna do is bang, bang, boogie, boo, boo. And after that, ain't nobody getting up, put on their clothes, ready to leave. We wanna pass out. So I give them a benefit of the doubt, lay there and just go to sleep. Do you prefer raw sex or condoms? That's so bad that you're asking that because, you know, Safe sex is great sex, okay? Use a condom. Protection is key, honey. But I just hate the feeling of a condom. <laughs> Raw is law. Okay. Raw is law? Raw is law. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. I don't know the answer right now. <laughs> but I will say this. Do whatever makes all... you feel comfortable. Yeah, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. And listen, live with the consequences of it also. If you... Uh, you know, if you're leading a lifestyle where you just want to have sex raw all the time, you got to know that you may be open to STDs, HIV, whatever the fuck the case. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I say to everyone, 
do what's best for you or works for you. Be safe in your own way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, being safe doesn't necessarily mean, mean wearing a condom because both people can be totally clean and you know it because you've shared each other's test results or whatever. But that person that is clean, like the night before, they had sex with someone that committed, mm-hmm. so they had to show up and, just, and now it's like, so it's just, there's no telling. There's and have no- you heard about this new thing called super gonorrhea? Yeah, and that's just too much. Super gonorrhea, if you guys don't know, because see, I'm on prep, so you know, I'm, I'm making sure. Yes, I'm, shout I'm, out to everybody. I'm on prep too. Shout I'm out blocking to prep. that thing. That thing. Do you like prep though? I feel like there's. I feel like I've not like had any issues with it. Me either. But, but I'm so involved with my health. Like, do you feel like it, Do you feel like having when you use prep? If you do have sex with someone that is HIV positive, do you feel like it just makes it lie dormant? In your system? No, well, they say it blocks it, but there's also, there's also um, doxycycline. There's like this new medication Uh uh that you can take after, if you are exposed to somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, 72 hours after. Uh Yeah, so there's there's things. And I I will say my own sexual wellness journey, and, you know, we've launched Healthcare Unlocked here at Hollywood Unlocked, where we're trying to get people, um, you know, really serious about their healthcare and preventative measures. Like, you can protect yourself, you know? Now, I want to just pivot. I wasn't going to bring this up, but... Tasha K has tried to say you and I have had HIV. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? That's the um yeah, yeah. That's the I actually was about to sue her and I hit up Cardi. I was gonna it. sue her too. Yeah, I hit up Cardi about it and I asked her. Cause she was in the middle, I mean, it's no secret. She had the, the lawsuit with her. Yeah. And I hit her up while they were in court. Cause and I felt comfortable enough to hit up Cardi and ask her this because I see my name on the docket. I mean, in the discovery mm-hmm. for their court cases, mm-hmm. because Armand Wiggins had posted it, which I don't even know how he got that, but like you literally see Bobby Lights, um, like it was part of like the evidence of like how many people she's slandered and all that. So I was a part of the court case, and um, so I reached out one day because it was literally like she just again dirty blood, whatever. So I'm like, should I sue this bitch? Because she's saying, and I got my test results right here, and I would love to just put this. But then I had to think. Also, Kai said the same thing about me. I'm like, it's the number one thing that these bitter, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, these bitter, angry black women do. And then they wonder why they're labeled as black. Because you are. You go against black people. You tear us down. You tear your own people down. Newsflash, I'm black. I don't know if um, people... And Before I'm gay, people not, black. Yeah. But I'm tired of people thinking because I'm light-skinned. They're like, this is white man. I'm not white. There's not, not one... No offense to me, this is white. But I'm not... There's not one white piece of gene or bone in my body. My mother's Cuban. My father's black. I came from um, a minority set of parents. And I'm always be proud of being black. So Tasha K, for you to be so bitter and angry to always just, you know, and just to tear down. You don't tear, you don't, you don't, you don't report on white people. You don't, you literally are tearing down black people every day on your, on your, on your YouTube channel, which I'm sure is failing right now. God, girl, like she's just really, she's just a pathetic joke. But anyways, it just gets tiring and it gets um, cliche. And it's like, of course, it's like, almost, it's almost like when you're getting into an argument with one of these bitter women, you, you, it's like, okay, go ahead. Um, the HIV jokes and the sick jokes are coming in five, four, there it goes. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's expected. Now. But let, can I just interject something? Uh-huh. Little known fact, you can stop this video and Google um, the biggest uh, group of people affected by HIV are black women. 
Damn. I and, and I don't think people are aware of that. And that's why I choose to use my platform a little different. One, I don't do health reading. I think that's just disrespectful it's to beyond. people it's who beyond. are challenged with that. And also because in the 80s, in the uh, epi- when the epidemic of AIDS was rising, it did affect our community the most. And now because a lot of you black women or women in general are afraid to have conversations with your men who are trade or DL, they're then not being safe or in a safe space to learn how to be safe sexually. And they're coming back and, and contracting HIV or AIDS with you. And I think for her, making it a thing, it's always a thing. You think the- maybe allegedly she may be HIV positive? I- and then her husband, which is allegedly gay, pass it on to her? Oh. I mean, let's talk about the thing. I don't know. Well, I I think it's fair to say when somebody spews that kind of hate and brings it up repeatedly, they have some internal fear of themselves. I don't know her sexual. Got it. So what? Yeah. What I don't know her sexual health journey. Me either. Honestly, do you even want to think of Tasha K having sex? No. She looks like a female version of Boosie. Little Boosie. Stop it. No, we need a side by side here. I'm but, a, I'm but, a, but, the, the messy reader right now. But, but, but you know, the reason why I chose not to sue her is she has $4 million debt already to Cardi B. And honestly, like... And, and, and I'm going to spend... Listen, I'm going to spend so much money going to court with this deadbeat bitch <laughs> and then not get nothing out of it because, bitch, you cannot afford to even pay Cardi. So what am I really suing you for at this point? That's the real reason. Yeah. Well, I will say the next time she does... Her and pay Cardi, bitch, because she's coming for you, bitch. She's well, not... I will Cardi's say, not letting up. She, her money is long. Her lawyer's going to beat you into the grave. Bitch, you better start making a payment plan or something. Well, I will say... She's I, walking I, around still talking shit. I'm waiting for her to trip up because I'm going to take that channel. That's what I want. I want that <laughs> YouTube channel. When you find yourselves dealing with some reality stars who think and act like they're bigger than Ariana, like Erica Mena. What do you think of Erica? Because I know you recently kind of slammed Love & Hip Hop in an interview with Angelique where you were saying, you know... Why would they air that? Why would they air that? But you know Erica personally. I mean, in my opinion, she's nuts. Oh, Erica's a fucking... She's, she can be irate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's a Scorpio like me. <laughs> but when she called Spice a, a monkey... you did, inappropriate. Did you believe it was racist or, or inappropriate? See, that's the thing. I feel, and this is going to get a little deep, but I'll make it quick also. I feel that there's, there, I feel that being racist and being colorist is, is two different things, although the average person or human being will label it as the same thing, right? You'll be like, you're, if you're colorist, you're a racist. I don't think that if you are a colorist, you are racist. I also don't think that, you know, what she said was racially driven, but it came off as racially driven. By how she delivered it? Yes, by how she delivered it and by it coming from her. Hmm. If Yandy would have called Spice, you blue monkey, Shit would have went, it just would have made, it would have just been, it would have been, I mean, when noise on Twitter, it would have been viral. Ah, they, but it would have never been. So it just kind of comes down to it, you know, it's like, bitch, what's she calling her a blue monkey because she's racist? Or what's she calling her a blue monkey because she thinks she's ugly as fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's what it was for me. However, back to what I, what I, how I feel about the situation. Should you have said that while you were filming, knowing you're filming a goddamn show? No, of course not. And even if you know you're breaking the fuck wall, security's involved, producers are not breaking it up, you know the camera's so long, you still might. Why say it? No, I don't think she should have said it. 
But then going back to VH1, why would you guys air it? But do you think she's racist? Do you think she's racist? I don't think she's racist. You don't? No, I've spent enough time with her to know that she's not racist. Mm-hmm. Um, can she be a colorist? Maybe she has, she thinks she's better than people that are darker than her. You think she deserved to be fired? No. Hmm. Did you think that VH1... I don't think she's fired. They never fired her. They said she will not be a peer, We will not long be showing her something, something. They never said they... Do you think she should be fired? No. So you think she should come back? I think maybe the break is nice. Mm-hmm. Now, when Love and Hip Hop did well, that... Well, then after this, but hold on, just to answer that, I'm sorry. I don't think she... I mean, if I were her, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even come back. After this, but now I mean, I'm going to pay... To me, I would take it as a sign. Like, Erica, if I were you, girl, I would just be like, this is my time... Bitch, I've been doing, she's been doing Love Hip Hop for going on 15 years or something. Girl, maybe this is her time to just bow the fuck out and come on, go on. But isn't, like, that look part, at Jocelyn. but isn't that partly because she doesn't really have talent to do anything else? I mean, what else mm. can she do? Mm. Right? I mean, you spend 13 years on a show, like. That is your talent. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think Love and Hip Hop and VH1 dragged it with the whole special where they all sat around the tables talking? That was so, yeah, of course they dragged it. But you know, I mean, <laughs> do your big one, VH1. Because I feel like with Love & Hip Hop, there's so much... What people don't know is Love & Hip Hop went through a whole transition with Black Lives Matter where they stopped really pursuing fighting and all that, and it became more of conflict but not combat, right? And then now it's like, is it back in the, is it back to conflict or combat? Um, you know what? To answer that, I gotta just be honest, I feel like Zeus is, has a lot of these networks shook right now. Because Zeus is eating them up. They're eating up with the views. I mean, and although... I'm not gonna say it. I, I, Lemmy has shown me the views, and now they have this thing. What's it called the plus three? Mm-hmm. Like where it's like the premiere, like the number, the premiere numbers plus then three days after or something like that, and then they have the and it counts. Zeus opening night for Baddies East this past season was astronomical numbers. Mm-hmm. Like that networks can't even, and this is a streaming app. It crashed the app, and it crashed the app. Um, and then another thing. Um, you're able to share the app with three people. Um, I know two of my friends that are sharing apps right now. Like, so it's like, it's not counting as, um, you know what I'm saying? Every mm-hmm. person is subscribed. So well, at least subscribers, is like, the views is counting, but the subscribers aren't really amounting because people are sharing the passwords. But do you think it's fair that Mona Scott Young got so much flack for loving hip hop, but Lemuel doesn't get as much? I mean, Charlamagne just said that. I, I feel that what it is, it's more so like, it's more like a thing where it's like, Lemmy's not, he's not denying any of it. And he's not, he's just like, look, you know what Zeus is already. If you want to come, nobody's forcing you to do a con- sign this contract and be on the show. You know what Zeus is giving at this point. You've seen what it gives. So it's up to you. You want to do it or you don't. I think that's why he, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But do you think Mona? See, Mona, it was, see, the, the Mona, it was more so like, I think her intentions were different. What do you think her intentions were? I think her intentions was just to document these lives of like people that are in hip hop. And, and then as she started filming, the producers did what they had to do and then the fight and then the conflict. And then that kind of, that kind of started creating the um, aesthetic of love and hip hop. It was like, well, well, now we need to see the drinks throwing and every season I'm going to see the fights. I don't, and I think that she just was living in that. She's like, well, this is what it is. She just kind of was going with the flow. and. It, and then I think that she couldn't take the back the backlash. That's why she started backing away from. She, she used to be the reunion host, the narrator, her name. Now the makeup she artist, went from the, yeah, the she show. went from all of that to finally just being exact. And now she's not even in 
love and hip hop no more. Even though she owns a piece of it, we don't deal with her no more. Mm -hmm. Like she's not even like. But do you think she was taking the hit because she's a black woman versus Lemuel being a black man, or is it because she's like a black woman doing this type of content on a white woman's network versus Lemuel owning the platform and being a black owned? Like, what do you think? Absolutely, yes, Uh, yes, yes. Yes. Do you think Jocelyn Hernandez deserves to be in jail? In jail? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> that question is hilarious. No, she doesn't deserve to be in jail. I think that Jocelyn, first of all, she's a Scorpio like me. So I like to always defend my fellow Scorpios, but I will say this. I do feel like Jocelyn needs a um she needs a break. Do you think she needs an exorcism? <laughs> exorcism. Exorcism probably would be nice. I need an exorcism. I do. But when you saw the fight at the Floyd Mayweather fight with Jocelyn. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I was there actually, but I didn't see the actual fight. Mm-hmm. I seen the video after. Um, but that was the beef that was long coming. Um, she, the girl, was talking hella shit. One thing about us Scorpios, we're love, like, I know at least, I can't speak for every Scorpio because I'm learning the Scorpios are different. Everywhere. Like Drake, me and Drake have the same birthday. I think he's totally different from me. Monica's a uh, Scorpio. Jocelyn's a Scorpio. Suki's a Scorpio. I feel like we all have these different sides to us. But I will say this. After seeing that fight, I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day, all those security guards that are around for Zeus, they were afraid. Mm -hmm. One of them were supposed to just grab her and be like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do that. They allowed her to continue to dig her grave. And I, I just... I hated that for her, honestly. It's just, it's too much. Do you think it was too much cocaine? I mean, she's been open about her drug use. Um, she's been open about um, having a problem with cocaine, uh, alleged problem with cocaine. <laughs> well, from what I know, she's, she's, she, she did a show in New York prior to that, and that was her first time doing co- free without cocaine. And from what I know, she stopped after that. You think you think she's you don't think she was higher in Miami that day during the fight? I saw her before the fight happened. Now I didn't pull out a thing. And you were there in Miami. Floyd Mayweather. My oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot you were there. But why weren't? I wasn't in the melee because I don't hang with animals oh, like yeah. that. I don't do that. Are you crazy? So when when so you don't like Jocelyn? No. Oh shit. No, but she knows that. I mean, remember when what? we were filming? Right, 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 yeah, right, right. No, but she, you know, she had called me up in a rage one day, telling me she was gonna slap me, and then I saw her doing our filming, and she tried to be friends, and it's that instability that gave me like the memories of my mom when she used to be coked out, like I don't know who I'm dealing with, you know. And so, but what I always know is that you can predict she's gonna behave that way. So when I saw her do it, I, 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 I said she needs to be in jail. So I will say this: she created a melee. You saw it. I mean, I mean, she literally was fighting like seven police officers thereafter. I will say this. I've hung out with Jocelyn numerous times. Um, she's never displayed that side to me. I don't know what the reasoning, maybe it just wasn't. I've never seen that side. In fact, she's always been like a person that offered me advice. Even when I had my show, she was like, stay focused. Blah, blah, blah. She's never shown me that side. Um, I would love to... Have you? I would like to be the piece of glue for you guys to kind of maybe see. No, eye to eye. No? no, no, never. No, she actually they called to have her on my show, and I said no. Never. No, no, no. Because when people show you who they are the first time, that for me is enough. You got to take it. At, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't see like there's, there's nothing that we would need to talk about because there's no beef. 
It's just like, because when I was friends with Jocelyn, I never saw that side of her either. I never saw her coked out or acting crazy, whatever. Uh, but I know people who do, do cocaine who don't act like that. That, that, was, that was a lot. And, and I just feel like there's a time and place for everything. A Floyd Mayweather fight is not the place for beating up every police officer and security guard. Right, we have enough fighting in the ring. Yeah. So do you think that, um, do you think, because I heard she's no longer on the Zeus network. Do you think she deserves to come back? You're putting me in a sticky. You, yeah. So here's the thing. Fun fact. Me and Johnson are actually cool. And we're actually, we're, we're supposed to be working on a song together. Um, I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. How can I? Okay. So it's going to be tough her coming back when we have baddies and Natalie because Natalie is not too fond of. Oh, she doesn't like her? I mean, according to what I'm hearing, the rumors from what I'm hearing is that they, them two are at odds with each other because of they're trying to figure out who has the number one show on Zeus right now. Who do you think has the number one show on Zeus? Baddies. Baddies. I mean, baddies. Jocelyn's show is good. I watch it. Again, I love Jocelyn. Um, but if, if this was Survivor and you had to vote one off the island, it's either Jocelyn or Nally. Who's going home? One has to go. You have to make the decision. Well, okay, fine. I'll be fair enough to say this. Now I gotta be real. I can't be too, I ain't gonna be too intimidated. Too because Natalie is sitting at home right now I'm watching not, like, bitch, vote her off no, now. No, let me tell you the truth. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Natalie has bought me gifts numerous times. And I'm talking about expensive gifts. Mm -hmm. She just bought me a gift yesterday from my premiere for uh, House of Villains. Jocelyn hasn't got me no gifts, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love her, like, down, but... So I'm going to have to vote. Find my Scorpio sister, I love you. <laughs> so all it took was a gift, Bobby? I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, if we're going to be friends, I expect our friendship to be authentic, and, like, me and Natalie consistent. spend time together, consistent. She supports me in different ways, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, have you ever done cocaine with Jocelyn? Jason, you are nasty, <laughs> vicious, catty, Jason. Wow. I just, I mean, you've been open about. No. Okay. Haven't. Do I do cocaine every now and then? <laughs> this, is why I love, this is why I love Bobby. But I really feel like when you're honest and transparent. You take everybody's power away. Yeah, like, I was about to say, what you going like, to say, you can't, you can't have no control. Um, have you ever done cocaine with Tommy? Mm-mm. Because, you know, there's Tommy saying, don't do cocaine. But they said she's doing she it. When I seen that, when she got arrested for that, I was shocked. She was really mad so about I had that. So no, I had to call her about it. I was like, I said, were you holding someone's car? Like, she was like, no, Bobby. She was like, Christ. she said, no, you don't get it. He was mad because I called him a fuck nigga. He said, watch this. He go. I said, oh, I get it. So you... So basically, in Miami or certain places, let me tell you a fun fact. Police officers are allowed to give you charges that later on can be dropped or can be proven to be wrong. Prince went to jail twice for domestic mm -hmm. violence and was it was dropped yeah, later. Yeah, they're they allowed to do that. Jail, they're yeah. allowed to, because in the moment, it's not up to them. It's to, up to the judge to determine whether that charge is valid. But to them, they can take you to jail for that. Yeah. And it's up to, ultimately, always the judge. And when you're famous, once you're arrested, it's in the news and people believe, once it's he on the He did that blocks, on purpose. He yeah. told her, he said... 
Because I will say this, Tommy's mouth, she's Gemini, and her mouth, she can really, she can say some things out of her mouth that'll make you be like. Let's be very clear, Tommy is a belligerent drunk. Do you remember the time you took me in Miami and her to that Art Basel event? And we go outside and she starts punching the windows of cars driving by. Do you remember that? Yo, do you remember yes. that? Yes, that was not with Wendy Williams though, with Broderick, me, you, Broderick, and Wendy drove in a truck to uh, Yeah, but 11. do you remember she was running up to cars just punching their windows. And we were sitting there, and I ran and jumped in the car and left y'all. You got, yo, she left us. You did. <laughs> because it was too much. So, so, but when you look at that, because like I feel like you, when we go out, we have fun, whether we get wasted drunk or if you, you know, a little bit or whatever. I really do that around have, you, though, because I know that you're tolerant for that. Bitch. Jason can, he, but Jason has a side of him. He's like, oh, don't call me, call me, all that, all that. Like, you don't, you don't like all that raw, raw, raw. No, no, no. You don't. Okay. But, but that's what I said with you. It's always fun raw. It's yeah. not violent raw. It's not, like, we went. We have the same mission, mission statement. No, we do not Trade have hunters. the same mission. Trade, honey. Yeah, but you get evicted out of clubs. I don't get kicked out. Very seldomly. Last time we partied together, Bobby got kicked out the club and FaceTimed me. It was like, come outside. I come outside. He's in the car driving away. Cause he Cause got, he to, first of all, I was waiting forever. No, because like, he found some dick on the street. I did. That was a perfect one night stand. <laughs> so recently you were at the VMAs. You, how was it meeting Taylor Swift? Because the Swifties are a different type of animal. Yeah. And you got literally the best selfie with, you didn't even take the picture with Taylor she Swift. Took she it. took a picture of you. So Lemmy took a video of this. And I never posted it. I just want to keep it sacred, but I do have the full encounter. So as I'm walking, I said, I told Lemmy, I'm like, because we're in a break, and, he's, and he kept, like, mentioning. I'm like, watch this. I was like, three glasses of Prosecco in, honey. So I go, and I walk up, and I'm like, I'm going to go say hi to Taylor Swift. Fuck this shit. So I walk up. I'm like, this is a white Beyonce, bitch. I'm going to go say hi to Taylor. So I walk up, and as I'm walking to her, she says something along the lines of, like, I know you, or hey, I love you, or something like that. And I was like, and you see all this in the video, you'll see it. And I'm like, what? what? I'm like, well, anyways, I literally came to tell you how I love you and I just want to get a selfie. She's like, let's do it, but let me do it. I want to, let's, do it. and she takes the phone from me, takes the picture, and she does like 20 pictures. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. The white road is just so much sweeter and just loving and, you know, and in and, and, and the, and the black community, I feel like we, we dealt with so much oppression and just hate that we are on this, we have our guards up. No, also It's not say, easy to go up to a black celebrity at her statue and, and, and receive the same. You gotta have someone that's like with her, a team of security, be like, hey, hey, hey. But like with her, there was no one around to do that. It's just like she's enwrapped in this world of love and acceptance. And she's just like, I'm at the VMAs. Anybody who's coming up to me is on my caliber. Like, I don't know. It was just, it's just a different world. And I just real, I'm just realizing so much about being in pop culture that. I gotta make change. I can't just be boxed into like this urban side. Like the white world loves me too, honey. But you know what? Let me let me say it, let me say the same thing a different way. Cause I've said like on my award show, the Hollywood Unlock Impact Awards, I said on stage, the culture's not nice to me at times, as much as I do for it. And and I really feel like I am embraced in white spaces differently than I am in our space, but I do love the culture so much that I, but I, I would never abandon it. But what I will say is that, you know, you do get to a point where you're like, I need to evolve beyond where I'm at because there's other experiences to have. And I will say that sometimes I feel like we be so quick to hate on each other that the self-hate is real. So like when you go to give somebody love, they're ready to attack you because they've been attacked so much. You're like, damn, I'm trying to love you. Then you go have another experience. You're like, 
ooh, it's euphoria. Yeah. But isn't it crazy how she's such an icon, but yet still so- Grounded, Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah. right? Same shit, literally, literally. So you took this, you took this selfie. Let me tell you, let me tell you about Bobby. So a couple years ago, a few years ago, I went to the VMAs. I ain't gonna lie, they oh, gave shit. me some crazy seats. Bobby was asked out in the yeah. area with the, all the celebrities. You were the only My person. My seats were up somewhere on. else, though. You were the only person from VH1, loving hip hop, because me, Toya, we were all here. You were over there. We were looking at you, walking around, and, and you know, you had your little cocktail, but that's when you were like in the heart of stalking Lil Nas X, and yep. you were like right up on them. Where do you get the courage to not give a fuck? Because I would be too embarrassed or scared to do let me, it. No, let me tell you what gives me the courage. The theory and the concept of seat fillers. There's this thing they do at award shows where they have people to seat fill. So in my mind, I'm like, you don't need so many seats. I'll just take one and move these bitches out the way. Let me just sit here. Bitch, I'm Bobby Lice. I ain't no seat filler. So who would you rather have, a seat filler? Or would you rather have Bobby Lice sitting here right now but filling how, up this but, seat? But how do you go from seat is over here to seat is right Courage. here with Taylor Swift? Courage. <laughs> Do you just walk away with the confidence? It comes in the like, form I of a liquid. <laughs> sometimes in the form of a powdery substance. And I will say this, it works just fine for me. And then when you're walking and, and, and you see the security, because most of the time the security, they, they're they, black, they, they, they know they us. They watch us. So they see, they're like, he belongs in this Bobby Light. Because I'm going to tell you how I snuck backstage at the VMAs. I just walk like I'm Jason Lee. Exactly. But I don't have that courage to walk up in them stands like that. Because I, I feel like... Could, do you know how they would gag if Jason Lee got kicked out of that section? See, that's the thing. I think in that moment, I'm not thinking about getting kicked out. I'm more so thinking of like, bitch, you cannot be caught dead in the seats that they gave you. <laughs> bitch, go. <laughs> and, and you walk with a sense of I belong here. Yeah, exactly. You have to have that on you. They see, you got to have that. If you don't have that confidence on you. They can see it. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be like, no, they'll turn you away as soon as, you got to walk literally, not even looking at, like, I'm not looking at the, there's no, points that I have to, no, it's just straight to my seat. And you have the confidence, but I'll go back all the way to begin this interview. When I ran into you in Twist, you had that same thing. Yep. But isn't that like the 50% of success that everybody has to have? Because you can have the talent, but if you don't got that hustle mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you don't got that drive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Like even like you can have Frank Ocean, for example. He's like someone that like barely has given us anything. But he's so big. It's like, so when he pops out, he's like, oh my God, Frank Ocean. I feel like Frank Ocean could have been bigger than what he is now if he, if he would have kept personality. going. Yeah, yeah he kept yeah. going and personality. You know, so I feel like it's a combination of all those things. Yeah, you have to have the confidence, the courage, you have to have that determination. So when you're at the VMAs, you saw there was a video that went viral. Uh, Kenneth Petty. Getting drunk, guys. By the way, I, I want to document the fact that I am getting drunk. I don't want you guys to think I'm just this lunatic just saying anything out of his mouth, which I am getting tipsy and drunk. Keep drinking. Um, <laughs> so Kenneth Petty does a video. He threatens to kill Offset. I've seen that. It goes viral. Disgusting. But started at the VMAs where you said, basically, I'm here. Disgusting. I was at the same VMA. I'm just so glad I didn't run into any of them. Oh, what would you think of it? It was disgusting. I felt scared. I felt unsafe in this industry. It's like the fact that this is going on. It's like, for what? Mm. So confused. And then um, I didn't even know, well, maybe because I missed it because it was on Neighborhood Talk, that you and Nikki had exchanged words before. Years ago. And she has me blocked now still to this why? day. Why? Well, I know why I'm blocked. Well, 
It started from like just me having an opinion. I've learned that a woman like her doesn't like people to have their opinions if it well, ain't what she agrees with. Well, the opinion you said was, so Nikki jumped in the neighborhood talk comment, shout out to Kyle, and she said, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki said that whoever writes for a female artist thinks about Nicki Minaj and evokes Nikki's energy when they're doing it. You jumped in the comments and said, I don't. Uh, and then um, she added you and said, here goes a bunch of clowns putting on the big red shoes to come in the comment section talking about, I don't, man, shut the fuck up. You a ghostwriter and I'm a Russian man from the future. And then she blocked you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you see, she said all that. And all I said was, I don't. Like, it's like, <laughs> jumps out the window. Um, you know, she's, you know, I don't know. First, I want to, I don't know her personally. Um, I, I, okay, so you know what? Before I get to showing my distaste for her, can I just back it up to when I was a Barb? Yeah. You were a Barb? I, yes. Like, not like... Year, the, way before I got on Not TV. like the terrorism we see. No, Barb. not, not like, like the fan, militia now. I was like, put it like this. Nikki would be blessed to have me as a Barb right now, to represent her in the light that she should be represented in. Mm. Right now she has a whole, I don't know who the fuck is behind these Barb pages, but it's a lot of divisive people, a lot of instigation, a lot of just irate, Terror just terrorism. It's, I'd like to call them a, 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 a militia. Like cyber terrorism. I, absolutely. Yeah. They've caused a lot of um, confusion and drama in my life when it comes to like my relationships with other people and the media. Like The barbs, as we know them, are, are, are um, they're a handful. But you were a barb. I was a barber at one point before it evolved to what it is now. Is it because you respected her pen? Because I loved. A, I, a, I, not only that, I just loved her music. I was like, I was in um, high school. Um, for yeah, for, in high school when she came out. Fun fact: I, I, I can I can tell you so much shit. I watched Nikki's career like start. You know, she did the DVDs days, all that with like Fendi and all that. Like, you know, back in New York, I didn't know much of that. But when she came out with the, you know, the warning remix she did, and then, you know, it's Itty Bitty even before Itty Bitty Piggy, but, like, around that time, like, I was there, and I was aware of when she had a booking with Trina around the birthday time, and the promoters didn't want to pay her any money. Mm -hmm. And they were offering Trina $10,000, and they're like, well, we, and Nikki was like, well, I'm not going to do it. Don't want. And Trina, Trina said, I will, <laughs> I don't know, Trina might get, I don't know, but I'm telling y'all the tea. Trina said, no, don't do her like that. I'm going to split my money with her. And called her like, don't worry, I'm going to make sure he pays you a lot. She split her, her booking with her so she can come and be a part. And then that was that same year they had the matching bustiers. That was Nikki's idea. She had her, uh, a stylist. She was like, you guys should both wear matching bustiers. And they did. You can Google it right now. It's on freddyo.com still to this day. Um, they had matching bustiers for their birthday in Atlanta. That was one example. Like, So I've witnessed when Trina literally opened her uh, welcome her with open arms. I was there when she did the verse for Dingaling on Trina's album, and I think that what happens is like, yes, Nikki, you evolve, you become, you like, you get all these numbers, you do, you do amazing, like you surpass a lot of female rappers. We get it, but it's like you have this sense of like, fuck you, I don't need you no more. And whether that's true or not, that's just not the way you move. So what initially had me and Nikki, who made her block me, was when I was vocal about. The BAPS music video with her and Trina, like I said something about like, you know, like, you know, she should, I don't, I don't even fucking remember, but it was just something I said, again, it was my opinion. 
She didn't like it, and I'm blocked. Mm -hmm. Like, till to this day, I'm blocked. Mm -hmm. No matter how you want to spit it, however you want to put it, she blocked me. She feels some type of way. She still knows. Like, you know, and then it's like, it's like you're not allowed to be an, a Cardi fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't support Cardi. And, you know, so it's all these things that kind of just drew me away from being a fan, and I had no interest in being a fan no longer. I would never, and I could never, no one, you, no one can discredit what she's done. Mm -hmm. We get it. Um, you know, you've done what you've done. But there is such thing as, like, character and, you know, morals and integrity and things that happen behind the scenes that not the rest of the world get to see. So you guys are left hanging, like, wondering, like, just on the outskirts, like, whoa, is this... You guys, sometimes you have to be in the industry to hear certain things and know what people do. And that's what I feel like you you know a lot more than you've even spoken about. I know a lot more than I will ever speak about. And it's just like, it just makes you make these decisions where you're just like, you know, I don't, I don't fuck with you. Well, I went on you record. You don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. I it went on record to say in an interview that, um, or I think I said it online that became a thing in the news where I said, um, female beef right now and is bad for hip hop. Because it's horrible. It's, because like what you say in the story of like Trina opening up to her and protecting her, I didn't know about that. When you see like the way that women in hip hop have evolved and supporting each other. And Cardi, I've said, this is not about Nicki hate Cardi love. This is real fact. Cardi. French, French Cardi's my friend. She showed me love. But Cardi She's took the torch and handed it to other women. Yeah. So that way they could all be doing what they're doing. And I feel like the evolution of female rap you saw Little Kim did her thing, had her era, then Nikki came and held it down for a long time by herself, and then Cardi came and opened it up for all these girls now, and Cardi doesn't even ask for the props, like she just does the work. Do you believe that the way Nikki and her fans are acting is bad for hip hop, or do you think it's just par for the course? Let me tell you one thing right now. It's been, from the beginning of time, the barbs. It's the fan base. It really, in fact, I believe and I know within my heart it's what I know or at least feel, I, I believe. I believe that a lot of her decision-making, a lot of her tweets, a lot of the things that she does and says has been driven by her fan base. Mm -hmm. She listens to them. She watches the tweets. She, she likes the tweets. She likes the tweets. She engages in the nonsense. And gaslights. And she gaslights it and she stays there. And then she acts upon that. And I feel like if it wasn't for this... But then how do the barbs turn around and make us the haters, though? That's the part that I don't understand. I, to this day, if we can... To this day in pop culture, and you can ask anyone. Everyone knows. You ask anybody secretly. They're not going to say it on an interview like me right now in front of this chair, in a, in a chair, in front of the world. But you can ask anyone. Which fan base right now in the industry, which fan base is deep, which fan base is evil? I'm just saying, that's one question. They're going to say, you'd be like, which fan base right now is crazy and should be put down? Put down like euthanized? Euthanized. Like, you ask which fan base is the most loyal and most magnificent and most uh, uh, uplifting fan base? The Beehive. The beehive. <laughs> or the Navy. Or the Navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're like, which, beehive, which, which fan base is going to beat your mother's ass in the streets like they did Mariah's mother? Who Inappropriate. Who did that? Girl, the Barb's years ago. Did you hear about that story? I remember when there was when she got when the mom got attacked. But that was the Barb's. Those were the Barb's, and it was all driven by the Wait, Barb's. Wait, so they might attack us too? Baby, I'm listen. I'm gonna tell you like this. A bit. Anybody come up to me, there's consequences to pay. 
Whether you get one up on me, right then it or not, baby, best believe I'm but, not. I, huh. But we're laughing. Trapped all that. But we're laughing. But isn't it scary when you see what's going on with them threatening to kill Offset it's, publicly? Just, it's it, gone too far. Yeah. And it's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking rap and music. Mm -hmm. Like, why is it that Trina is able to welcome every female rapper that comes into the fucking game? With open arms. I don't give a fuck about stats and all that no more. We just talk about legendary status. Mm -hmm. Trina has it, Trina's not walking around with a fucking husband that's threatening to kill people and moving like a fucking gang. She may not be able to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, listen, because this is the thing. I feel like there's this unspoken thing where it's like, well, girl, you're done. Lil' Kim, you're done. Trina, you're done. No, they're not done. Right. They have paved the way, and if it wasn't for those two, people would be able to talk about their pussy the way they talk about it in hip-hop to this day. Listen, I just posted and said that Little Kim, Foxy Brown, the Trinas, they crawled so these girls could walk. So Nikki could walk. Absolutely. Nikki walked so Cardi could run, and now Cardi's passing the torch on. But, but they just, can't take when they when they start. But Nikki, why can't the women embrace each other the way men do and just say, we are all queens of hip-hop? Queen Latifah. I've been saying that from the MC beginning. Line. I call all my favorite female rappers queens. One time at Cardi's birthday in LA, in Las Vegas, two, three years ago, whenever it was, or maybe, I called, I did a video. I was like, the queen of rap, my Cardi, you know, just say happy birthday to her. Oh, girl, it was just the block. Huh, you know what you're doing. You know, she, even she, on her face, she could see she's not the, it's like, why can't I call who I want to? Megan is the queen of rap. Cardi's the queen of rap. Trina's the queen of rap. Lotto queen of rap. I feel like there are there are multiple queens of raps. Mm -hmm. There's not one. It's impossible for there to be one queen of rap. At one point, though, right. there was only one queen of rap. That was Nicki Minaj. Mm -hmm. She kept, for, for God's sake, she won Best Sumo Rapper how many times in a row at the BG Awards? But let's go back because Bitch, I, because it can't you can't be winning it every okay so let's let's rotate it let's have fun let's see the talent out there that's all I'm saying I don't know it's just a lot to unpack when it comes to Nikki I know she don't give a fuck she probably be like who the fuck are you but you blocked me um, and I, and and I'm I'm just like literally don't ever think about I don't look back on that beef I don't dwell on it I'm here in an interview I'm talking about it now but I don't have no ill wills towards her the thing is she her fan base. And her can't be just her over there. Like, they're the one with the ill will. It's yeah. not ever anyone else. I don't think it's me. Um, I don't have an issue with the Barb's or Nikki's music or her. I mean, I am a, a, a Cardi B stan. Mm -hmm. That is. Not are, are you Barty Gang? I'm totally Barty Gang. I'm actually the cap, one of the captains of Barty Gang. Really? Yes. Because here's the deal. I'm not Barty Gang. I'm not... Uh, I'm Barb. Gang. I'm I'm Hollywood Unlocked, the Gag Nation shit, you know, whatever. Barty Gang. Well, I would love to be Barb's and Barty Gang, but I can't because the Barb's hate me too. It's but like, isn't it crazy that you can't just love and support Cardi without being paid by a label? And I really feel like Cardi's done such a great job of showing us all who come from reality TV that like the world can is do literally it. possible, she right? Won Grammy. She won a Grammy. Can we give it up for Cardi B winning a Grammy? <laughs> But I, I really, you know, Cardi was here on the show where I was telling her I was frustrated with her that she didn't submit WAP for a Grammy because she was afraid to be acknowledged. You know, because she allowed the online hate. And as I'm sitting here looking at you wearing the Beyonce shirts, which we're going to pivot to now, Beyonce, I used to be the biggest Beehive fan, like, like fanatic for Beyonce. And I realized over the years until the Renaissance Tour came around this album that's been such a... 
um, blessing for our community, acknowledgement of the gay community and all that. Um, Cultural and gift, impact. And gift, right? I really found myself not acknowledging my love for Beyonce because of how the barbs ran with this narrative that Beyonce was running for me. And, I, and it wasn't that I was mad at Beyonce. It was just that I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to hear that. But that's what they, that's what they do. Yeah. And that's what they've caused. And this is all that. But I'm back now. I'm, but I'm back now to acknowledging the queen. Yeah, this is and, I mean, and, this has always been this is my Michael Jackson. And by saying the queen, that doesn't mean that Rihanna's not the queen. It doesn't oh, mean it doesn't mean that uh, Adele's not the queen. Like there's so many queens, I right? And but what I will say is um Beyonce with the Renaissance. She's mother. She's like she's transitioned from queen to mother. So you went to the Renaissance tour and you've now taken Three public times. you've taken public credit for everybody wearing silver at all the shows. Absolutely. Period. It may have been in a, listen, I set that shit off. So Beyonce didn't do it. You did it. I did. Okay. Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Beyonce, you know, Beyonce sees everything too. She sees everything. everything. I know she does. I know. This is Beyonce's internet. What did you think about Beyonce uh, uh, adding T.S. Madison to Cozy? <gasps> Again, emotional moment. I love that. Like I grew like T.S. Madison's from Miami with us. Like she's from Florida. Like I, and I love T.S. Madison. And it was so, like, just. That is like yes, it's like we. That's she's it, she's incorporating, she's listening, she knows. She's paying attention. She's paying attention, and it was just so on point for cozy, and I love that T.S. Madison said, "Beige, fluorescent beige, bitch, I'm black." Yeah, it's like she said all the shades because it's like. And I know you get this all the time. Like people look at our skin tone, they're like, "Bitch, yeah, you're you not ain't black, black bitch. You white, you yeah. white bitch." I'm black. Yeah. And and that was just so needed. But what I love also about her, including T.S. Madison, she's been here on the show, we talked about it, is that the trans community often feels invisible. Mm -hmm. So for Beyonce, one of the biggest artists in the world, arguably the biggest, the biggest artist, artist right now, to see, to see you and acknowledge you, incorporate you into that. And then she just put T.S. Madison in the promo for the uh, movie that's coming out for that. Just the vocals. I mean, like, without saying it, she's saying, I see you. And I see your community. So I just feel like this is our era and our moment. But when you see that, doesn't that make you love her more? Absolutely. Absolutely. I fell in love with her all over again, once again, when the Renaissance dropped. Every album she saves me, by the way, it's always like this point in my life where I just feel like, either feel like giving up, confused, lack of motivation, uninspired. And she drops the album and I'm re-inspired. I'm motivated again. I feel saved. And what I mean by saved is like You did shrooms and went to Instagram and talked yep, about I talked to, and still, that. the video's and, still up. And we're crying the and video was still a whole up. moment. And I still stand by that. That's so why I'm never gonna take it down. I stand by that. That's my exact sentiments when it comes to her. And it was I'm glad that I posted that video because How did she save you? Um, she just made me, she's she gave me hope, and that alone is a big savior for me. Like when you feel like giving up, the one thing that can make you not want to give up is hope. And she's giving me hope. And she gives me inspiration. She uplifts me. I see her. I understand her. I want to work with her. I feel like she is, oh, she's, I just love Beyonce. So did the Renaissance tour inspire you? What did you think about it? What? The Renaissance tour? <laughs> no, I went three times, too. I went three times. I went Atlanta. I think LA. You like seven jobs. I went. No, I went Atlanta, LA, and even flew to Seattle. I seen that you, but that's what Trina wanted to do. She's like, I want to do a random. 
Well, no one. But they fucked be up at, the mute challenge. Well, well, guess what? But she said hi to you then. You she, have to go somewhere did. with less people so she can notice you. No, and I had to buy the right ticket because I, I bought Club Renaissance tickets while I was in the mix. She didn't see me. I did your seat, but on the opposite side okay. without the piano. No, I bought so so I bought tickets on the opposite side without the piano. She never came over there. She did it. So I said. <laughs> I'm gonna buy those tickets over there. That's how, yeah, that's how I got it. Side a. But um, you know that that made me fall back in love with it being okay to love her publicly. Yeah. Like because like oh no, I'm a fan. Like no, I'm but a when she blew, groupie fan, yeah. When she blew the kiss, I was like, what can that you was say? iconic. Yeah. She and now that she's like, I love you. Yeah. But when you saw the show, did you leave inspired? Uh, absolutely inspired. Well, unfortunately. I fell victim to watching the clips on TikTok and YouTube of the previous shows. I couldn't resist. I was. I said, I'm, I'm going to wait until I see it. But I kept seeing so many. I'm like, so then I found myself one day literally watching the whole show from like Paris. And I'm like, I'm on YouTube. Someone uploaded the whole, the I'm whole like, tour. The whole tour. I hated that. I didn't like that. Yeah, me either. But I just, I'm so, I love her so much that I'm like, I don't care. I'll watch it a million times. I just want to. So I'm like, I can't wait till August since you get to Miami. I want to see it. So I seen it. And from the moment I seen it, I was like. First of all, is Beyonce even real? Is she real? She's real. She is? Okay. But I will say that, <laughs> wait, I, this is what I will say. Beyonce, see, this is why when they- I love that we're talking about Beyonce. This is why when they compare Beyonce and Rihanna, they're two different people. Yeah, they are. They're both iconic equally yeah, to absolutely, me. Absolutely, absolutely. Rihanna's relatable and you're connected to her. Beyonce is a mythical creature. It's mysterious. Because we don't That's know anything. Real? We don't know anything. Right? I slammed Beyonce on Twitter for not releasing visuals for Cozy because I'm like, <laughs> how dare you do a whole album for the gay community? We're invisible and this is the one time you don't do visual. I mean, we're reading her. This bitch said, be careful what you ask for. Because I might comply. She drops the movie. I'm like, you're fucking perfect. even the visual. Perfect. I found out. I found out some tea. So I found out they the, the all the visuals are done, and they're going to drop it. At, okay, so it's not with the movie; it's a whole other thing. I heard T.S. Madison was in them too, huh? T.S. Madison. Oh, probably, probably, probably. But here's the deal: she the NDA is on that. My project point is, is my so. point is she drops the movie trailer, letting us know like when you thought I skipped a beat. Ah, uh-huh, ah, uh-huh, ah. Uh-huh. She's Y'all so good. keep up, right? She's but it's so good. But that's what I think makes her iconic. That she's so much an artist, right? When she came out the ground singing Dangerously in Love, didn't you just fall out? First of all, when she says your city, the city you're in, she comes out before she's like, Miami, Miami Florida. I love you. It's almost like that she, deep. And she does it in that Houston accent. She does like, it in that voice where she's like, I'm God. Yeah, she, and then there's smoke and I'm yeah. coming out the ground. And by the way, let's not forget that you guys all. Fucking soldier, arm, leg, rent, couches, some dick, and, and dick, dick, and piece of pussy, and everything more so to be dick. here yeah. today. So for me to attend her show alone, me, my ticket was five thousand for me. Then just securing the sprinter, having the um, photographer to get the content, the, the outfit. outfit, the amount of money I spent at the merch table because I was like, I'm because you know when you do that, you get did early you buy, line. Did you buy that shirt? I did. I bought. I this is one of the shirts. I bought everything. I bought all the sweatsuits. I bought the. I bought everything. I spent. First of all, I spent twenty three hundred at the merch table. But what I love twenty three hundred. What what I'm I like love, a shirt for my friend, a shirt for this because they were, they couldn't make it. Two hats for the, like I bought so much shit. But I love how into it you were because not only were you preparing everybody, you threatened all of Miami. If y'all oh, fuck absolutely. up the mute challenge, I'm fucking all y'all up. And I'm pressing charges, and you, I have um, yeah, I have an ordinance against you guys. But you, you guys did the it. whole outfit down to the T. You did a whole photo shoot. People were dragging you when we posted you in the outfit. But I'm like, he actually 
her the assignment. Yeah. And he did it. And you did it perfection. And she never asked me. She never mentioned anything about silver. I just knew I was going to wear chrome and silver. And it was so ironic because so her three days after I go viral, she announced, literally, you can look at three days after all the blogs posted me, she makes this post, which I would like to think that I inspired this. I won't say that she wasn't ever thinking about it, but I would like to think that I inspired this because um, it was just too ironic for me. And she was so specific. And so now the whole fashion industry that's now on a shortage of silver should actually thank you and pay you. Give me my coins. <laughs> Give me my money. No, I'm, playing. I'm kidding. The queen, when the queen speaks, everything else that came before is erased. You know, so, like, I don't give a fuck. She, Beyonce can steal my whole entire identity. I won't give a fuck. I might take it. Now, what do you think about Jocelyn shading your outfit? Well, you know, my response still stands. I'm like, you know, she was like, you did too much. I'm like, you didn't do enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. I think she was just trying to be funny. She you think she, to... Do you think she was high? <laughs> I know I was high. No, I'm it. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, um, you went on, you ran into Mother, Mother's Mother, Tina yes, Knowles. I did, and Tina Yahoo Knowles. shaded the fuck out of you. Yahoo said, fans say Tina Knowles looks scared after being ambushed by reality star at they Beyonce's said that, concert. For real? You didn't see that? I didn't see that. That was a headline. They said you scared, which you did. I mean, clearly she was participating in the video. I didn't see that. Yahoo made Yahoo. That's Yahoo. like usually 58 million people that see something like that. Yahoo? Wow. <laughs> the shade of it all. Had an interview guys with you guys next week. Canceled. No, don't know. Just read them for filth in the interview. You go do the interview. Who's the head of? I need to get. I need, who's the head of Yahoo? So yeah, yeah. People were like, um, <laughs> first of all, you rapped and said, "And my mama was a savage." I got this shit from Tina, and Tina was. A, I, I just feel like but they stole the moment from. That's me. iconic. Who did yeah. Tina? The other people. So people were there, and we. It's like it was like a universal thought. Everyone was like plotting because she was sitting there the whole time. By the way, she was sitting right there with us the whole time. Unbothered, no one was going up to her. I never went up to her. But in my head, I said, when she performs Savage, I'm going to get a video and I'm gonna point, got that shit from Tina. I'm a set. And right when I go to do it, because I was ready, someone else beat me to it. They were all on it. They were all on it. They were like, Ridgewood. So I, you hear me in the video say though, they stole my moment. They stole my moment. Like you hear me say that in the video. <sighs> did you talk to Tina? I did. What'd you Aside say? Aside from, my, you know, I let her know because they, Solange, her and Beyonce love Trina. Solange and Mama knows, follows Trina. Uh, about two, three years ago, Solange licensed some footage from Trina to add her to one of her music videos. I don't know if you've seen that. So, like, they're all, you know, like, they're a fan of Trina. So, you know, I used that as um, my gateway. And I was like, hey, it's me. I'm Trina's cousin. <laughs> She goes, I'm sorry. She goes, I love her because she's just so straightforward. She's like, I'm sorry, what's your name? So I'm like, Bobby Lights. And she kind of like gave a smirk, like almost like she may have like heard of the name or not, but she was like, oh. and then she, you know, and it was just She's all a love. nice person She's so though. sweet. Yeah. yeah, she's so sweet. But what I love about you again, and this is what I want to say to people watching, right? Like when you don't take moments, those are moments that like may never come back. And I will tell you something. I have no problem looking however you think I look, because guess what? You're not even in the room to take a moment like it. And I'm gonna tell you a conversation I had with T.S. Madison privately. I'm gonna share this right here, because you know as well do. The other day when T.S. Madison got into it with Tasha Kay, I called her, I said, Beyonce spoke your name, put, gave you flowers, would never put you on a song, 
You're in the Grammys because of that, and she just put you in the promo trailer. If you ever speak Trasha K's name again, you're not worthy Trasha. of it. You're not worthy of it. And she said, I got it. Because God gives those people that he wants to see flourish opportunities that nobody else can get. So why fuck that up? Yeah, like, you yeah. know. And so that was a moment where I had to take my own advice. Like, there's people that have hated on me that I will never mention. And you know, we've had that conversation because... You, you're not blessed the way that I am because you're putting out negative energy. Mm -hmm. So I will say what I love about you that I hope you never, ever stop is just taking those chances, getting those Taylor Swift moments. Like I was looking at your VMA slides and I was like, I should have gone to the VMAs because I just love how you go for it, yeah. including Lil Nas X. Would you still let him fuck? Yeah, why not? Fuck it, I don't let worse people come out back. He's a millionaire now. He's cute. He's taller than me. Lil Nas X. And his body. He, he, he done worked on his body. Yeah. Hmm. Matter of fact, I'll even top Lil Nas X. I'm not even a top, but I'll top him. You would fuck Lil Nas X. I mean, if that's what he... Yeah. I mean, yeah, shit. Well, you said that you want to be married by the time you're 40. Mm -hmm. How do you know? Turned 33, and uh, I don't want to put a timestamp on this, but I'm 32 right now. Mm. Okay, so Lil Nas... I'm 33 right now. Lil Nas X has a little time to... Get together. Okay, I got you a gift that will maybe. Yeah, it's right here. Um, like the rest, is, like is, the rest of the gas. Yes, you have a get right there in the bag. Oh, this one. Yes. Ooh, bottom bag. Listen, <laughs> let's give a round of applause to the bottoms. Yeah. Finally, someone who acknowledges and accepts me for being a full-out bottom. Yeah. Which one do I open first? Yes, just take it. Take the top off. This, take take literally off. the top. I want to keep this. This is so cute. Okay, the well, branding. That's the top. We'll put the top on the side. Okay. Okay. Master series. Okay. <gasps> Turn it around. This is. Look at the back. Every. Wait. Yes. Wait. <laughs> you think I'm not going to use this? Wait, wait. Read it what it is. Extreme humbler. Oh, yes. Humble me. Black wooden humbler with ankle restraints. Hole for strotum. Adjustable ankle restraints and locking buckles. Yes. Would you use that? Are you crazy? I'm putting it to use immediately. <laughs> And well, I'm one of those bottles that have like low hanging balls. Oh wait, oh. no, no. Well, this is why Marina. Oh my god! This is why Marina got you the gift because your balls fell out at the fashion show. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I have big. Well, I'm not a small dick bottom. You know, I'm like let's just put that out there. But I will say this: I'm actually I can't wait to use this. Actually, so let me just see. Give you some ball support. Yes. So I feel like, so can I explain what are, are those that does? Yeah, yeah, explain that. That's putting, how'd you find, like what? Shout out to Andrew. You know, y'all bottoms be finding all types of stuff. Yes. Oh, okay. Andrew, so explain, explain, what, explain what, it does, what it's doing for the balls. So basically it's just putting pressure so that, you know, um, it's just it's a freaky thing. It's kind of like, you know, when you're fucking your time, you're like, I play with my nipples. It's like something is like, well, we got some more things. Go in the bottom bag. There's more. There's more gifts. This is the gift that. It's keeps all I on. need it right there. It's the gifts that keep on giving. And yes. hopefully, when you get on the Jacked app, you can find somebody that can help you out. With <gasps> ah! Well, first of all, I'm gonna actually wear this tonight to the premiere. This is perfect for my outfit. Skimpy. I needed something. I didn't bring a thong with me. This is cute. Wait. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, so this is gonna help you hold your balls in place so they don't so fall I'm gonna out. hold on to this. 
this is gonna be great. I almost wanna try her on now. No, 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 no. Okay, there's more in the bottom bag. Okay, I love the bottom bag. Uh, this is actually the first bottom bag we've ever given. <laughs> Should have had another one of your guests on here, there's a guy. <laughs> Metal handcuffs! I've always wanted, even though these are kind of like, wait, oh no, they're not for the ankles. So you oh, can, I've always wanted handcuffs. So you could be caught, locked up from the cocked up. Yes. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm going to be drunk and just lay on the bed. I'm like, put my lock. But my don't do it with a one night stand because if you get locked in your hands and feet. And then he gets drunk. Oh. And you know. You know, or they rob me. Saying. Can you imagine if you get found by mommy, dad, police, locked in your ankles, balls, and your hands while they're while while you try to Slain. explain while you try to explain how they found you on Jacked and robbed you? You're going on Hollywood Unlocked for Jesse sure. Justin will have shit on me. Oh. <laughs> well, he he's a he's a bottom too, so he won't have shit on you. Well, anyway, I gotta tell you. So you know, he called me for a movie. I couldn't make it. He wanted it was a, he needed me the next day. It was a movie filming in LA. He's about to come out. These are everything. I can't wait to put these to use also. Coffee, don't stop. Let me love you to the remix. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Aren't you in a, aren't you in a movie with Jocelyn coming up? Vivica A. Fox. Not Jocelyn? No. Vivica A. Fox, honey. <laughs> no, I was going to say maybe you can get wait. those handcuffs to her. So how do you... Wait, did you put the handcuff yeah, on? Now you're, now you're now I Okay, just leave your handcuff leave on. on. Go in the bottom bag okay. for the rest of the gifts. The bottom of the bag. The bottom of the bottom bag for the rest of the bottom gifts. <sighs> I already know what it feels like. <laughs> I know how to feel. I know how to grab this in my sleep in the dark, honey. Whenever it's time to open up this hole, honey. This better be what I think it is, honey. Poppers. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Rush. <laughs> wait, wait. The, oh, <laughs> the mic. Yes. <laughs> Yes! So let me explain something. In the poppers world, you have like all these other jungle juices. Then you have the Balenciaga of poppers. Rush. Is that the Balenciaga of poppers? It is. So what happens when you, because I've never- Look, never I fake it. I don't use that. What, you so, don't? Here, let me open wait, it right Wait, why up do I need to open up? Well, I need, my top's taking some time too. Wait, no, no, don't do it now. Wait, don't do it now. Because if, if you pour poppers right on now. the damn- I'm not. Okay. Wait, so is there liquid you. in there or what is it? Well, your asshole's gonna open up on the show. Oh! Wait. I'm you, ready! Wait, can you explain what poppers is for people who are watching and don't know? <sighs> what is it? Oh, wait. Technically, hold on. We gotta be legal, because this is, you know, you can't go, you can't go to any store and be like, give me poppers. Why? Give me nail polish remover. But no, they sell that. This is, is nail polish remover. We cannot call it poppers. Why? It's a solvent cleaner. Okay, so tell people what the what this solvent cleaner does. If you inhale it, it literally opens up. It relaxes every muscle in your body. Okay, including your ass, including your anal. Okay, but that opens up the most because it's a muscle you really don't work with the most. So right. that's automatically just basically just opens you up and allows you to take as much cock as you can ever desire. Goddamn life! Thank you guys so much. Can I tell you my popper story? I've never told. Please. I love poppers. Okay, I didn't even know what poppers was. I had sex with a white man years ago. Oh, they're, they're no, no, like in my early twenties, maybe 22, 23. and we're getting ready to have sex, and he starts snorting something out of a bottle. I'm thinking he's fucking snorting cocaine. Nope. But he was snorting this, and so then every time we had sex, we had sex a few times. He would do the poppers. So the poppers makes it where it opens you up, and you can take like 
an anaconda. And not only that, yes, not only does it open you up literally, like it relaxes to the basically to the point where like even subconsciously you're not flinching or trying to squeeze or whatever. But once it does, it just also it just feels good. Did you do poppers with Andre? Of course I did. You did? That big ass goddamn anaconda dick. Did you let him stick it all in you? All of it. Jesus, that's We've a had, lot. No, me and Andre have had sex multiple times, so if people want to act like that was a fake thing, that was real. Did you guys do sex on OnlyFans together? No. Did you I've do never it? done sex on OnlyFans, period. What is your only Like, is it... Body, ass... If you pay enough, you can see ass, little asshole wink at you. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I've never done sex or anything like that. Will I? No. I'm not a porn star. You know, I don't have to do that. But the OnlyFans money was great during the pandemic. That's when I started OnlyFans. It was because of the pandemic. When did you decide, I'm now going to act? I think that it was, I think, I, I need to explore the acting world. I feel like I'm good at it. I feel like you have the personality. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to, I've always, part of me wanting to get famous was that. It's like, I always see myself, and I think that's what's, what's taking so long for my dreams to manifest because my dreams and my manifestation has been all over the place, and the universe is doing its best job to kind of like bring everything to fruition. It's like, okay, so let's just start with one thing, Bobby. You wanted to be on TV. You want to be... So it's all happening, but part of what I was manifesting when I was little was like, I want to be an actor. I want to do movies. Well, Saucy Santana kind of came up pretty fast in doing rap the way that you were doing rap, but do you think his took off more because he wasn't doing reality TV? Do you feel like reality that, TV's held you back? Yeah, yeah. That, and also, it was just like a... It was like an organic thing that happened. Like, it started from his live with Young Miami. The world fell in love with him. They love, you know what I'm saying? He's hilarious. And it worked in his favor. And he did his thing. Mm -hmm. He did his big one. Mm -hmm. And honestly, even if, let's say, like, I didn't like him or I didn't like his music, I still would never, like, just tear him down or talk against someone like him because he is breaking down barriers. I'm proud of him. And he is a part of our community. And we have so much division already. And we barely, we still are trying to solidify our spot. And we're still, you know. So we're still I'm fighting. Like, yeah, we're still fighting. And he's he's joined, he's joined the fight. He's part of our, you know what I'm saying? And if you, so hated, proud of him. if you hated on him, you'd be Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> but also, and also this is the thing I find up, I've learned about hating. You have to have like a reason to hate or you have to be like just, Totally insecure, which is, I never actually found a genuine reason to hate on mm -hmm. Saucy. I loved him from the get-go. I was like, bitch, you're funny. You're outgoing. You're Southern. You're, you're Florida. And, bitch, you're doing the damn thing. Have any straight men slid in your DMs celebrities go to sleep with you? Yes. Nothing. No one, no, no one that no one would give a fuck about. Really? But they're famous. Like who? I'm not you. <laughs> I've had sex with a few athletes. I'll say that. Mm. NFL athletes, like you know. Remember the one that you told me at the pool in Miami? You were like that one right there. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he blocked me. I slid. His oh, he game. blocked you. I slid too fast. But he, okay, to make you to be fair enough, he's not even in the NFL like that. They can't no, do that. But he was good looking though. Fine as fuck. Yeah, I wasn't gonna let him hit, but you know how to. It. You know that's what they want. So Sukiyana was here on the show, and I remember Suki. What I love about her is she's just ratchet as fuck. But her publicist was behind the scenes saying, "Don't do that. Don't do that," because they want her to be something different. And you recently had a moment off camera with her about her just being living in her truth and being who she is. What made you say that to her? Do you feel like she just needed to be just be you? Yeah, because she was trying to make um, it was it was this past season season five of Love and Hip Hop and it was the first episode of the season and it was basically 
she's now on this rebirth journey to rebrand herself because she has this new record, Casamigos, this Afrobeat song. It's really good. It's, I love the record. Yeah. First of all, I love it. Have you seen the video? Yes. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. I love it. I love the record. We play it all the time. Um, so basically, I all I you know all I said was like, listen, it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why are you trying to do this? We we fell in love with Ratchet, good Suki with a good coochie. You know and then here comes Sexy Red trying to take your spot. That's according to Tasha K. But I mean, Suki was doing that first. I can't say that what Sexy Red is now is what Suki came out the bat doing, mm -hmm. and that's how it always is on this. Industry. And we love Suki for that. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe Suki opened it. Maybe Suki crossed so sexy red could walk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. I can't. Okay, so <laughs> um, I'm I'm proud of you. Let me just Thank say you. that. And, and I, I and so I hope that are you enjoying the process? Are you enjoying the journey? I am. I would like to think that I am. Well, I, you know what? Yes, I am because I will never complain and I can't. I'm just rolling with the punches. I'm navigating still six seven years in this industry. Yes, but it ain't enough for me to be like. Okay, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do this now. I'm still working. I'm still solidifying my name. I'm still working. Mm -hmm. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? I'm proud of how far I've come, but I know that there's more for me to accomplish and there's more for me to, there's more of my act to clean up, as we can see today on the Jason Lee show. <laughs> but you did. Ain't shit changing yet. But you <laughs> done living hip hop, you did this show on Zeus. Um, and you've done movies now. You got the movie with Vivica Fox, but now you're in a show on the E Network, um, House of Villains. I've been, a, I've had a chance to see some of the episodes. You've seen the show premiere, and you're in the show on E Network, which is part of the NBC Universal and more mainstream, uh, with some of like the biggest names in reality TV: New York, Omarosa, who are TV gold, Tanisha. Uh, how did you even get introduced to that? Stephanie Gale. Really. She was producing that too? No, she just, random, one day was just like, she calls me, and I thought I was in trouble about something I did on Love & Hip Hop. And she's like- Stephanie Gale is one of the executive producers of Love & Hip Hop. Yeah, I didn't answer right away, so I called her back, I'm like, hey. She's like, hey, sweet love, I just wanted you know, want you to know I passed your information along for a new show that Cassie, I think you'll be great for it. They want someone to represent the Love & Hip Hop franchise, and you know, I think you'll be fun and great for it. Um, anyways, get the call. I do the audition with the showrunner and the executive producers. They love me right away. I think they also felt the need to have like the gay aspect of the house, so I was I was able to do that. And then you know, I I, I just I land the gig, I land the position. And now looking back at everything, the way that it's all being rolled out and everything, I'm just I'm grateful to be a part of it. The budget was huge. <laughs> I mean, it looks great. I love a show with a big budget. I want to take this. It's making noise. But anyways. Uh, Marina, come take this. Wait, am I? You need to just take the key. Oh, oh shit. He got it. Oh, got it. Never mind, baby. Yep, I got it. Well, at least you're practicing if you ever yep. were to get handcuffed yeah, by cause, Yeah, because I don't want Trey to fucking rob me blind, honey. There we go. Yep. I'm using this tonight. My poppers. And this I'm gonna put, so I'm gonna be handcuffed, ankle, ankle cuffed. Isn't it? It's safe to say the Jason Lee show is very thoughtful. Thoughtful. Yeah. T H O T. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Um, but yeah, so you're in the show. You shaded the fuck out of Joe McHale, by the way. Joe McHale is the host of the show who I went to the Super Bowl. He went, I he was on the plane. Y'all on the same jet. Yeah, well, Tiffany Haddish's jet. I was just a companion. Tiffany 
No, it wasn't her jet. It was her connection. The NFL sent a jet for certain celebrities and their plus ones. I was a plus one to the Rihanna ball. But Joe McHale was the host. He's cool. He's funny. So wait. The recent Super Bowl? Yes, with Rihanna, but we're talking about your show. Major. Okay, yeah, go. Yeah, Joe McHale's the host of the show, House of Villains. Thought his name was Carson Daly at first. Um, at least I didn't say some, like a black person's name, which I knew it was you know, Carson. Carson Daly, Joe McHale. It's just. Uh, it's anyway, the first time I've seen a black person think that the white people were the same. Listen. Usually it happens to us. This is what you get for putting a, 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 a goddamn nigglet from Love and Hip Hop on a white person's show, okay? I'm trying to get adapted. I, damn it. But what hey, was y'all. But what was the experience like? Because I know you wanted Tiffany New York Pollard to be the co-host for the Bobby I Love You I per did, reunion. We were trying to get her, but she had a she booking. She had to do she, another show. She was doing College, College Hill. Hill. For BT, but then you were able to meet her for the first time on the show. What was that like? I mean, she's TV gold. So I see her because, fun fact, there's 10 villains living in one house. You don't know who you're living with. Not even a bit. Not even from the beginning. Like, even when you start to get casted, you're not allowed to be like, um, who's who's in the cast? You're not allowed to ask. Well, I mean, you can. They're just not going to tell you. So they're like, you have to wait to see. That's... Whatever, so I didn't know who, but in my head, I'm like, there's two people I think need to really be in this house, and if they aren't, then it ain't the House of Villains. I was like, Omarosa in New York. So whatever, so when I see her, automatically, you know, I just bow down. I'm like, I can't believe I met one of my idols. Like, first of all, you can't be, you're not a, you, you can't be a gay man in life without knowing who the HBIC is. Thanks. So I was just happy. I felt like it was going to be a good show from that moment when I seen her. And the show is called House of Villains, but what is it? So the show, explain what is the idea of the show? Why is it called House of Villains? What are people doing in the house? Premises of the show is basically um, you get to see what happens when you put 10 of reality TV's most infamous villains all in one house and they're competing for a grand prize of $200,000. Um, and then what makes it so interesting is they pull, they get a villain from all different franchises, all different networks. That's what makes it so crazy. It's like you have Vanderpump Rules, you have Bachelor, you have Love and Hip Hop, The Apprentice, Survivor. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. You have Love is Blind. Oh my God, Bad Girls Club. So all these shows, now you have all these fans. And then, you know, we put it to a house. So that alone, I mean, that's the show right there. But what makes it so interesting is that you get the opportunity to become Super Villain of the Week every challenge. And when you become Super Villain of the Week, you get to, you have the power to put up three people for elimination. <laughs> Those three people then have to do a redemption challenge, and there's only one winner from that. And now you have two people left that didn't win the redemption challenge. You've had plenty of time not to redeem yourself, so now you guys are put up on a pedestal, and now the rest of the house, including that third person that was up for elimination that won that redemption challenge, now we all get to vote out of those two who stays, who leaves. But do you, like those kind of shows kind of make me like, I would be crazy, because first you have to share a room with people. <sighs> which yeah, means... and then we have no doors over our... And are they filming you all 24-7? You're being filmed 24-7. So if you snore, they're filming that? There's a camera directly over your head when you're sleeping. And then do they turn the lights off at night, though? They do. Okay, because Big Brother, they never turn the lights off. They did it? No, and they never... There was no clocks, no TV, no nothing, so the lights are on just... No, we had no TVs, no clocks, no phones. And so you know nothing that's going on nothing, in the real world? Nothing, And then you guys are in this house, and then you're living with these people every day for three weeks? 
Going on a month. Depending on how how long you make it in the competition. But what if, like, was there ever a time where you wanted to tell people, just get the fuck away there's, from me? There was a time where I wanted to log on to Jack and find me a piece of dick for the night. But just, just, did you find any dick? Titty. Did you find any dick in the house? No, no, no. Did you mess with anybody in the house? No, I wish. There was none of my types. Mm. Nobody was my type in there. And, you know, yeah. Mm. Okay, so, <laughs> so now you've done reality TV, you've done the movies. Go back to the music. I see you DJing in Greece or DJing in Paris, yeah. or like, do you ever think about the crossover yeah, I, to like I, that, like electronic music or something yep. different? So aside from me doing music, R&B, hip hop, like I, I songwrite, I am an artist. Recently dropped a single, Judgment Day, I did it during Pride Month. You um, were in a church. I sure and did. And people were not happy about that. I don't care. The other day, that, that message needed to be put out, and that's what makes me who I am to this What day. was the message? Because you were wearing a dress yeah, don't in the judge, church. Don't just find, just don't, Judge, who are you to judge somebody? You know what I'm saying? We we need we need to just start worrying about ourselves individually and just love one another and understand that we are all one, aside you know, regardless of race, religion, ethnicity. It was the love and love and hip hop version of like a prayer. Because yes. Madonna, remember she did yes. the she they, yes. she lost her Pepsi deal. Yep. She was dragged for yep. filth when yep. she did that. Yep. Because people in the church don't want to talk about fact, the issues Cardi in the B church. Liked the post, and, and and then I think she caught wind of what they were saying in the comments, and she unliked the post. She's like, "I'm dealing," because she read, then she was dealing with some other shit going on, and I noticed that. It's something she didn't even know that I noticed, but I noticed it. And I was one, like, "Yeah." And she, once a Cardi B with 159 million people likes something, yeah. everybody sees no, it. No, I think what it was, I seen, like literally. It, one person at her, and they're like, of course you would like a video like this. Uh, blasphemy. Played in the house of God. And I think she was like, oh, nope, not today. She liked it. I was like, fuck! It's the fans. They ruined shit for us. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. That's how we talk about a video in a church. That's crazy. I mean, the pastor and all... Uh, by the way, the pastor who played the pastor was B Sugar Daddy. What? I was like, B, I need a, someone who looks like a pastor. Wait. No one wants to. And I went to the Halloween wait, store wait, to B, get B, the B, pastor costume. Yes, my wait. assistant Sugar Daddy. So he's he gay? Was he gay? Yeah, he's gay as a lamp. Do we know he was gay in the video? No, honey, he's pastor. He's <laughs> condemning me for being gay. <laughs> While being gay, played in the house of God in a costume, priest suit. Hollywood's wicked, guys. Wait, really. wait. The pastor, the guy playing the pastor condemning you for being gay in the church in the video was gay. It's a gay. Absolutely. And a sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Oh, shit. Allegedly. I'm acting, allegedly. I'm acting like people can't go watch the video right now and go look at the past. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Omar. Oh, no, I said his name. Fuck. Damn. Like, what the fuck? Omar, we got bills over here. Well, Omar, I paid you. Yeah. I did pay you. So you were his sugar, well, you were his employer for the day. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I okay. employed him. Well, nobody went to hell and everybody's good. Okay. So now, yet. So do you want to do more music? What's like? What's yes, next? Yes, I'm coming. Actually, I'm actually dropping some more stuff. I'm actually getting right now. So you know the term that everyone loves to throw around, payola. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to dabble in that world. Payola, me please. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get investors. I'm about to pay for everything. My music career is gonna take off somewhere or another, bitch. I have more talent than half these people that are out here right now, and the world's gonna hear my shit. So, anyways, I'm looking for a backing right now. I need an investment. I want to do things differently now. I was signed already. Got out of that deal. I want to do things independently now, but I need the funds. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be able to fund it, and I'm working on that right now. I'm securing the investment. I mean, I can take my own money, but that's not smart. I'd rather have someone invest 
and I go full throttle. So mm -hmm. I want to like just I really want to take it there now. Yeah. Well, hopefully there's a sugar day looking to invest. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, listen, that was the fun. Now let's get to the mess. We got games. All right, we all know that we like to play a good game here at the Jason Lee Show, and now it's time for Smash or Pass. So there's gonna be a paddle right there on the side. Go ahead and grab that paddle. All right, so you have a paddle right there in your hand. This is pretty obvious. Uh, we're gonna play the game, and I'll play with you. So if you see the person pop up on the screen, you could just say whether you would smash or pass, okay? Pass. Ready, the first person, Lil Nas X. So you'd smash. I mean, you've been following him for a while now. What is it about Lil Nas X that makes you just say, like, he can get all up in them guts? He's chocolate. He's cute. And at first, it started off as a trolling thing. But when I seen how he started getting to the bag for real, you're on tour. You got all this. Like, you are really in. You are a pop star now. You guys could be like the like the gay we Beyonce be and Jay-Z. We could be friends. He's an Aries. We could be friends. But I think he's scared of me. So when you talk he is to him, because I've seen him a lot, I've seen him at parties in the hills all the time. But when you talk to him, what do you say to him? Have you ever gone up to him and said, "I"? I've like always you. said up. To, I've always, fun fact, I've never spoken to him sober or even like on a normal. It's always been I've been drunk or like you know just partying and just turned up in L.A. And I think that he's like, it's like he knows I'm cool. He always, whenever he sees me, he always says hi. He gives me a hug. But I, I know he's, he's scared of me. But do you ever go up to him and say, I really like you? No. No. But if he called you, you would let him hit on the first day? First day? You just said you let somebody from Jack come over and rummage through your guts. But, Why but, wouldn't but, he? But that's, there's no, no connect, like there's no, oh, nothing. This one you would want to stay? Yeah, yeah, I would, you know, want to, I mean, if you're going to want to take it there with me, then let, let's make it. Okay, so look in the camera and send a message directly to Lil Nas X, who might be watching. Montero, let's just go on a date. Let's start there. Let's do a date. And it'll be on me. Everything will be on me. And if it goes well, everything will literally be on Including you. Including come. <laughs> on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the next person. We've been creative here. Roland Ray. <laughs> My good sister. So if he rolled up on you and said, what's up? Sis, it's the past. Not even with that Michael Jackson look he got there? Sorry, Ray. Remember on the show? I'll give you one of my boys from the show, though. Remember on the reunion where we told Hot Wheels to roll out? Yeah. People were mad about that, huh? <laughs> roll out. It was you. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, roll out. Get it? Roll out. Roll out. But I, for me, I thought that was inclusion. It was Ray with the electric chair and the Hot Wheels with the, <laughs> the manual chair. It's almost because like, bitch, please. Wasn't that See me like, in my Mercedes Benz with your Toyota. Like, that's what it was giving me. Wasn't that like elitism between the handicapped community? Like, my shit got a motor and It shows and a division in different worlds. It just shows, like, like... your handler fucked everybody. Mine didn't. Right. Oh, that... Yeah, that was just... It was a lot. It was a lot. Best reality show on Zeus. Okay, yeah. the next one. Now, this one is... He's sexy. Oh, shit, yeah. I would marry... I would marry... I know he's going to see this, but I would marry Odell Beckham. And there were, no, I'm not even gonna go there. But yep, me too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, 
Odell. He's, he's he's that fine. So me like I I, I like like what pleases me is like when you're hung, right? But he's that he's so fine. He's a he's a fine type of guy that you don't care if his dick is three inches. No, no, I'm a, I'm a, no, no, no. Odell doesn't give me three inches. Well, I mean, even I don't I, know. I'm saying that's how fine he is. But I will say Odell, it's some about him. He's sexy, but he's also cute. Yeah, he's you sexy know? and cute. Yeah, and crazy. Yeah, because there's a difference between cute and sexy and crazy. Um, there he is. Okay, but he's dating Kim Kardashian allegedly now. I heard that. I'm not sure. If I would. That's... I would be mad if it's real. I mean, I know they're hanging out because the night that we were in Booby Trap, they were there. I don't know if you knew that. I knew Kim oh, was there, but not him. Though. He was they, allegedly oh, he, he was, was with, with her. her. Oh, gag, I didn't see him, but whatever. Gag. Okay, next one. Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Oh, smash! She's hot. So, fun fact: I always talk about this. She's one of the few girls in, on earth that can turn me um, straight. So, would you let her put a strap? She has on? an androgynous. Absolutely, she has an androgynous thing about her. But at the same time, Tiana's my girl. Like we vibe. Like I've done yachts with her together. Um, I would like to consider her a friend. I, like we are friends, but I don't know. You know, she's a sag. You know, they're very particular on what they consider friends. But I like I, she's. She knows who I am. I know who she is. Love her to death. So I don't want to get too weird. Like, I'm just saying. I'm not going to say pass because she ain't ugly. She's hot. And I will. So I would say smash for sure. What do you think about the fact that now she's single? Now her and her man are done. Girl, get out there, girl. Get out there, Tayana. Well, she's been posting some sexy little. She needs to. And that body is everything. You know? And I love that to me, there's nothing better than a healthy cut off or whatever you want to call it. Like, they Separation. are clearly, yeah, healthy separate. They are clearly still friends. They're co parenting. They both have an amazing spirit about them. I felt like they were literally best friends before couples for the beginning of time anyways. So, yeah, I would say just get out there, girl. Do your thing. Okay, what about this next person? We both know him. Blueface. This is tricky. Because... Blueface is fine. Blueface is fine. Now, people out there... I just don't want to piss off Kashar right now. But people out there are going to be mad at us for saying he's fine. Because they don't like him. Blueface is fine. Uh, if I say, if I give my final answer, will you at least give my, my lead up and like my, my you know. So I'm going to say pass just because he got, you know, he just had his baby with Krishan. It's a lot going on with him. I don't want to piss off Krishan. She may be, she may or may not be going through postpartum. I don't want to just make her feel like I'm, so I'm going to pass on him. But it's not because you're, you're Okay, ugly. if Krishan wasn't in the picture, smash or pass? If all this, all that, I mean, it'll be a smash. He's cute. Mm. He's tall. He's handsome. He smells good. He, he always smells good. Every he's time he's a winner him. of the Mandingo Hall of Fame. Have you seen his nudes? Oh, I see. I was, he has nudes? Google right I, now. I've seen him Google, fucking Krishan. Where? Oh. The sex tape. Google right now. Well, he has... A, Google Blueface nudes mixtape right now. Google Blueface. Please put your phone down so they can see your face. Thank you. Oh, wait. Wait, I didn't know this. I, I just was going, and it was blurred. What are Blue face, nude, mixtape? Yeah, and click image. View image. Oh, wait. He really put. Okay, Mandigo. Now, do you see why Krishan's acting up? Crazy over that dick. I know that's right, girl. <laughs> so when you see Blueface and Krishan and everything on social media, do you think it's too much? Yes, but it's like, I mean, 
you have to go live for everything? I mean, it's up to them. It's like every time. Like, she's literally went live giving birth, which I thought was iconic. She booked it. Yes. I've never seen nobody with 364,000 views on their, on their IG. You can never fake live views. Yeah, she she broke That was down. more combined than Cardi, Nikki, fucking Rihanna. Can all three go live together? I don't think it would be 364,000 views. Would it? Well, that's I've, a lot. I've, I've that's seen a lot of I've dur- never, during the verses and during that was club a, quarantine. Went up to a million. Yeah, yeah. But so that yeah. was the verse. Yeah, I mean, and that, that was, was a, during uh, COVID. quarantine when yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then after even after that, it just it never did the same numbers. Other than that one, who was that? That was a big. I just I've seen every person go live. I've never seen those numbers. I've seen a hundred thousand with your faves. I'm talking about your top faves. Do you I've think, never you, seen three hundred and sixty-four and thousand and counting. Views. What do you think about when Blueface, um, even her likes, 150,000 comments under one picture? Unheard of. Show me right now. Not even be. Show me right now. Someone is. So so basically, Krishan is almost as famous as one of the Kardashians. Pat, more famous than them. Damn. Any of the Kardashians right now, I guarantee you. Prove me wrong, and I will wire you 150,000 dollars or how many views it is thousand. I you. Would not catch not one Kardashian going live and getting as many views as Krishan. Period. What do you think about um, um, Babyface singing and survive all the time? Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. And he was there at your award show watching her. Well, first of all, wasn't that his request? No. Oh. That was my idea. <laughs> Iconic. But nonetheless, he. I put- just wish, sometimes I wish I will say this, and maybe this is, I just wish she had like a solid team. Mm hmm. To really just take this, all that, and run with it, and and, and work and put it in work. Do you think it's going to shape into anything? With the right team, she needs she needs an agent, she needs a manager, she needs a publicist, she needs a she needs a publicist team, a PR team. Do you think she should put her tooth back in? I always say that, but it's work. I think that that's just her. It's her thing. It's, it's become her thing. Yeah, I like Krishan. Okay, I love Krishan. You like chocolate, so what about this next person? Mm. Give it. Oh! This is my. That's my number one crush, but I was so disappointed to meet him at Coachella, and he's shorter than me. He's short? Yes, he's shorter than me. Oh, I love him. That's my, oh. So would you let him nut on your face? Oh, he can nut inside me. Wait, I keep forgetting. See, that's what I'm saying. Doing interviews with my friends gets too fucking risque. Oh, Hmm. my God. That's so inappropriate. I'm sorry. I'm just saying what you could do. I'm not saying to do it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying what you could do. What about this person? Love I think Gibeon. I think he's hot. Give and give on. Bad Bunny. Ugh, I'm a pass, but I get why he's hot. I'm a pass. Why? You think he's too Ever pretty? Ever since I seen him put on tits, tits. and gloves, and a wig, yeah. But he's just... And make out with his girlfriend. He just pissed me just off. He's trolling. I know, but I can't... Remember, I told you, I can never let someone fuck me that wears more makeup than me. Like, what? He put on tits, hair, wigs. Every it nails everything. That man is beautiful. But he is beautiful. He's he beautiful. is very cute, and he's tall. And he's dating Kylie Kendall Jenner now. They're, they're done, I thought. Or they're still dating? Oh no, it's Kylie now. They asked someone, they what the other guy? They're they be all, so random with the guys they date. Like they have no types. Pussy don't ever take. A I break. ain't got no. I ain't got no type. <laughs> all right, this next one that is that bony. This next one's chocolate too. Flavor Flav. But he was probably sexy back in the day, though. He probably got a big old dick. <laughs> Those be the men that have huge ass, big horse dicks. 
So if so so if Flavor Flav pulled out a 12-inch dick and said, here's some poppers, let's go. One time nobody will ever find out. It's gonna take more than poppers to get me to lay down with that dick. I'm gonna need like I'm gonna need like an eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> Like a half a bottle, Casamigos Reposado, or De Leon Reposado, lay down with him. Pass. Sorry. No offense, Flav. You just become beyond uncle. You're almost like grandpa now. <laughs> Shout out to Delicious. New York. New York. Boots and all you guys. New York was fighting for that. I know. For years. Shout out to you, New York, girl. <laughs> all right. What about this one? We had to put a little white in here. He's hot. Oh. Diplo. Smash. Diplo said he let a man suck his dick before. Did you? I remember. Know? I see. I don't know. He is. I hope he's. No, but me and Diplo have been friends for I don't know how long now. He never shared oh, that with me. Oh, he's free spirit. He's one of those free spirit people we talk about. Yep. I'd be sliding. Diplo is sexy, honey. I mean, he's, he has a party tonight here in LA. Here in LA, I want to meet him. Want to slide by on the way to? Yes, the... let's go. Okay. Diplo, here I come. Let's <laughs> get an update on that. Literally, would you suck his dick? If it's big or if it's thick, it don't have to be long. If it's thick, you have this thing. You don't have to be huge, huge. It either has to be long and, you know, hefty and thick, or if it's going to be short, at least it'll be thick, you know? If it's the right size, hell yeah. Mm. All right, well, this next game is called Erase the Shade. Now, if you've ever badmouthed somebody publicly or been in the news for your opinion or said something shady as fuck, you'll have an opportunity here to erase the shade and apologize or... Uh, you just can stand on it and, you know, okay. say what you said. Like All right, here we go. The first one. They said that Bobby Lights was channeling his inner Erica Mena, and you retweeted it. Take it back. Or was oh, that shit. shader? I didn't even know I retweeted it. I think that was my way of saying that. Yes. So here's my thing. Um, I was not channeling my inner Erica Mena. I was channeling Vanity Lights, who is my alter ego, honey. She's her own person. Now, I can't help it that, I guess what, which I still don't see it, maybe to the right one, but I don't, like certain moments, I don't know. There's this theory though, in, in, in pop culture and in, in the world, that I resemble Erica Mena, even as a guy. Do you think? No. I mean, either. No. Everyone says I look like Erica Mena. No. You, do you think so? No. No, Don't right. break the fourth wall, they don't exist. Yeah, yeah. They, right. they don't oh, yeah. exist. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> well. Plus, you still have a job and she doesn't. So you guys are definitely different. Okay, let's move on. Um, okay, this next one. You know what I can't take is when a female rapper has a writer. It's like the end of the world. Newsflash, every single last one of your favorite females has used a pen. Rappers use the pen. At some point in their career, they've had a ghostwriter. Or is it really a ghost? Anyways, who can deliver what I just wrote down? And who can make it sell is the question. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. I stand on it. Why do you think people care so much about it's rappers so who have ghostwriters? Uh, it's, so it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Because it's like, my last line is like, anyways, who can deliver what they wrote and who can make it sell? So hypothetically speaking, let's say Bongos just dropped. Cardi B. Let's say someone wrote the whole thing, which I've learned based off of Cardi's intelligence, that they don't just write her stuff. She can write her own mm -mm -mm. shit. But let's say someone wrote the whole thing from beginning to finish. But who the fuck else can get up there, deliver those looks, perform, and make the video look so scrumptious and amazing and perfect? Mm -hmm. It takes a whole thing. It's not just about who cares. Because guess what? In the R&B world, no one's like, well, Monica, you didn't write that. 
You know, no one's saying like, well, you didn't write that Keisha Cole because it's R&B. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it takes a village to write an R&B record. Why can't it take a village to write a hip hop record? Because it's been a thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's another stigma in hip hop. We have to break it. It has to come to an end because that is the beginning of all of this controversy right now when it comes to, it's like, bitch, I couldn't be a female rapper because as soon as they want to bring up, I'd be like, bitch, I, matter of fact, you're right. I didn't write the song. I sat the fuck back and 10 other people wrote the song. I just came in there off my high horse, got in the booth, and I delivered the record. Now, sue me, bitch. I have a question, too. Um, why, if when they say rappers have ghostwriters, it's a bad thing when it's a hit, but when it flops, it's the artist's fault. Exactly, exactly. So that means the artist is not a flop, the ghostwriter is. Exactly. And I can say, having worked with Kanye, um, I will say, during the Donda 2 creation, when they rented the whole floor of the Soho warehouse, there were a lot of people up there. A lot were artists and a lot were writers. That's all I'll say. So mm, yeah. just keep it cute. Yeah. All right, here's another one. You said, since everybody want to be fake and not keep it real on Beyonce's internet, I'll go ahead and say it. Krishan, my sweet baby, you are not ready for a baby. One day, yes. I say this with so much love. Just take this time to grow and evolve. You can do it. I believe in you. This was before she had the baby, and then now we've seen... The Walmart video, we've seen the, all the stuff going on where she wanted to rename the baby and then not rename the baby. Do you stand on this now that you were actually just being a friend sharing this out of love or do you take it back? I don't, I said it's 50 50. Because now, you know, I, you know, I made it public. Also, I, I'm rooting for her. I'm happy that she finally actually had the baby. I will say also this. It's erase the shade or not. You either stand on it or erase it. Erase the shade. I'll erase the shade. I feel bad. Because now she's, you know, she has postpartum and she actually had the baby. I will say it. That's what I said. Then I was also not sure if it was real. I thought it was a room. I thought she was cloud chasing. I thought it was fake. Well, remember she was here on the show drinking and they were smoking and all that. I thought that. it was fake. Yeah. I'm like, sure, she's not pregnant. So with that being said, baby, you're not ready for no baby. So don't even think about having a baby if you're just trying to hit to us. Because... But no, she actually was pregnant, and now it's here, and I feel like she is ready in, in terms that she had to go through so much. And there's also so much that I know that the world doesn't know. You know, be, me being affiliated with Zeus, being with Lemmy, I've had a lot of FaceTime calls with her during her pregnancy and all that. You know, she needed this baby, and I just wish her the best. I, I just hope she, and I still believe in her, and I do think that she still has time to grow and evolve, and I'm wishing her the best, honestly and truly. So, so if Blueface is watching, who's the better artist, her or Jaden Alexis? Oh, uh, Krishan, for sure. Mm. Krishan just needs, now Krishan needs more direction and songwriters on her team. Right now she's putting out anything. But the It's a Vibe was like. I love that song. It's a way of proving like, look, I could put out a dope vibe. I like her raspiness when she raps or sings, whatever. I like her vulnerability. And it's real. It seems authentic. Jaden, that was just a straight jab. It's, mm. that ain't, she ain't want to do no damn music. That's all being constructed. Here's know? another one. I'm never signing to a label again. I say that because today I can say I am free from the past deals I've signed. One uh, was a great learning experience and another was a disaster. Either way, I've learned the route to take is independent. I'm so happy and excited for what's ahead of me. Uh, uh, being patient enough and trusting the process. It was all for a reason. Here's to me doing it all over again. God is good. Stand on that. That was recent. Yep, that's what. That's the phase you're witnessing right now. And June 1st is actually when I dropped the song um, Judgment Day. So you were in a label deal with Empire Records, right? They were, they were my distribution, and then um, outside of Clear Vision. So, so was it a disaster? Yeah. What didn't you like about it? Because there's a lot I of mean, people. I mean, just the, the lack thereof of doing anything that a label is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't seek 
radio player. You didn't understand the market. I was signed to a label that was coming into the game trying to be a label. They didn't have no experience. It's not like they were around for five, six, seven years. And finally, they were literally jumping in, starting a label, and I was their first artist. And I, and I just seen the dollar sign. They gave me a, an advance, which wasn't nothing. But then to me, bitch, it was something. And I was like, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never again. Never again, period. It could be right now, it could be Atlantic coming to me to sign. I'm not gonna take the deal. I know the game now. I'm 32, I'm wiser. I've had, I have lawyers. I just know that's not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Females have better luck signing to labels. I will say that. They're able to use their presence, their sexuality and stuff to really advance, and they know that that's what sells. And ultimately, sex sells coming in the form of a female mm-hmm. first. So different from females, I would say. But then I just, I don't want, I have no need to sign to a label. I'm ready to do it again, which that's what I meant by here's to do it all over again. But this time I'm seeking distribution. I'm seeking distribution and investments only. Mm. I don't need a deal. I don't need a label. I could do it on my own. Here's the next post. In the gay community, you are frowned upon if you are too feminine. It's weird, but I'm still cunt. Stand on it. It's still true. Yeah, do you feel like in the gay community, meaning the gay community frowns upon, yep. or the gay community? Mm-hmm. So our own community frowns upon people who are feminine. Yep, too feminine, meaning, damn, you know when I said that? That's crazy. I meant that by for so many reasons. I remember when I tweeted it, that's crazy. In the gay community, yes, it, yes, yes, yes. Because it's like, I think, and I came from like a moment of rejection with this one guy that I was trying to like pursue in the moment. He's so fine. He was more masculine. And I've learned that I'm like, a lot of these masculine guys don't want a feminine bottom. They want another masculine guy, even if they're a top. I'm learning like in this. I'll say that is for me. That's, that's, so, that's, yeah. that's yeah. so strange to me. It's rare you'll find a top that's openly gay in the gay community that wants someone that's kind of like me. They, chances are, even though they're top, they want a beard, they want you to be masculine. And even on the dating apps, no fems, no, no fats, no fems. Well, I understand. That's what I meant by that. Yeah, that's what it was in the dating world. It's always no fats, no fems. I'm a fem. So my makeup artist over there is lesbian. Did you know that? No. And she, her, hey, wife, lesbo. Her, <laughs> her wife is butch. Oh, you have a wife? Butch. Wow, okay. So it makes sense, like what you're saying. When you see lipstick lesbians, those are usually white girls, yeah, right? Yeah, it's rare that you even see those anymore. Black girls gonna get a motorcycle driving. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Next one. Jeffree Star, we will never forget all those disgusting and racist slurs you have spoken. You are, to me, possibly one of the most despicable gays I've ever seen. All the money, makeup, and BBC can't wash all that white super supremacy. supremacy which I don't want to, you yeah. can't, yeah. No. Stand on it. Okay, now let me just call this bitch out. I mean, the cunt blocked me. Oh, let me read the font. Let me just read the bottom. Okay, let me just call this bitch out. I mean, the cunt blocked me, so this should go unnoticed, right? Anyways, remember how during slavery, how the masters would still fuck the black women or men? Well, that's exactly what this whore is doing with our men, using them for sex. Wow, Bobby, you are just unhinged. Or you had a bump. Something was going on. Yeah, I don't think I even think that. (laughs) You know what? As much as I would love to erase your shade, honey, I'm keeping it. So at the let's Be- make a copy of it and let's laminate it. Actually, so at the Be- at shit. the Beyonce concert here in LA, he sat behind us and he was rude to Rob, the executive producer of the show. 
Yeah. I mean, it's Are like, you being for real right now? Swear to God. First of all, you look like Candyman. Death. Yeah, you look like death, not even warmed over. Like if you took a cold plate of death out the refrigerator and it was still ice queen looking fish, you look like that. I didn't say anything to it because if it would have said something to me, it would have got punched in its mouth. It, exactly. And you know, you know, she reminds me of, you know, a nightmare before Christmas. She just gives me that. I don't even know what about it, but just a nightmare before Christmas. And and when you think of of Andre putting its thing in that. No, no, I don't blame him. Bitch is rich. Oh, Andre told me all the stories about them, honey. What? what? She sent a private jet out for him to come. First date it went on, it was like $30,000 she spent on him. I mean, I would have fucked the the fucking dragon too. (laughs) Oh, you did what you had to do, Andre. It was actually funny because we actually joked about it. I was like, go on and bring that bacon home to mama. (laughs) I can't. Okay, here's the next one and the last one. This new generation of fans suffers from delusional and childlike brain syndrome. They only enjoy fighting or people they think they can fight. That's it. That's all that matters. Then when it comes to the music, if you can't make a TikTok, then it's trash. It's weird. Yeah. What was, who was I talking about? I'm always, let me tell you, it's always a subliminal. I'm throwing, I'm talking, something triggered me to say April 25th, this new generation of fans suffer from delusion and childlike brain. They only enjoy fighting or people that they, okay, yep, I was talking about, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, that's true. That's all that matters. When it comes to music, if you can't make a TikTok, then it's... I mean, I, I stand by it. It's true. This is, this is a day. Remember, I come from... I, it's called... Gener, Bananas told me it's called something millennials. Gen, Gen Z. <laughs> there's... When you're... When you're what is it called? No. Gen, gen, gentrical, gentrical... Something... Not gentrification. No. Gen... Gentr- I almost want to ask bananas right now. What is it called? He's don't saying, worry about it. Just go ahead. Anyways, it's basically when you're born, when you, when, us, when we we're born, right when we knew what generational. It was, no, this I'm telling you, it's gentrified something. Uh, millennials. Okay. It's like we're not a millennial, but we're in, we're in both. Well, we knew what it was to have a house phone before cell phones, before Pagers. social media, all that, and then we seen it transition into all that. Like literally, I witnessed all that. Um. So, anyways. I would say this, like I came from a time where I remember whenever someone in sync, Spice Girls, TLC, Samantha Mumba, I don't remember her. Mm-mm. Anyways, these artists would drop records, Aaron Carter, they would drop records and you would have to go into the stores, Specs Music, wherever, to buy the CDs for the sales to count. Trina, for example, she came in there, she was platinum gold when album CDs were selling. Then we transition where none of that matters. CDs, who's buying a CD anymore? It's all about downloading it. And the, download, and the downloads come from TikTok. So if the TikToks. And then now, and then it's like TikToks now is what's making. So it and this is And TikTok weird. is ruining music, weird. right? It is. It's weird. So yeah, I stand on that too. We have one more. You said this. I'm drunk, so let me gag some of y'all. I've been <laughs> fucked by one of my biggest crushes, and the next day I felt disgusted. Sex was whack as fuck. I'm a Scorpio, so I can make anything work, but it was so dry, I couldn't even bust a nut, boo, boring next. You said that. Oh, yeah. You stand on that? Yeah, I do. It wasn't a celebrity, though. It says celebrity. Oh, no. You fuck by one of your biggest crushes. Because I was about to get, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, my big, it was a crush I've had. That you had. Since high school. Straight. <sighs> was it a disappointment? 
Yes, and I and just to know that I was crushing him since middle school, then high school. So fine, I finally got him. I was just, I thought I was just doing my big one with him. Yeah, boring. Okay. And the dick. Trash. Yes. Damn. Okay. Well, that's it for that. But you know, usually we only play two games, but you're Bobby Lights, so we had to play this next one, and this is the most ruthless game we got. Fuck so, Mary Kill. No. Oh, I gotta say, you know, we only we only give you one option: either do it. We're fucking, it's over. You okay. ready? This game is called Tea or Tweet. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Now, you can either spill the tea or you have to send out a messy tweet to all your followers that I write, but you can't tell anybody for two days that I'm the one that said to do it. Okay. Ah! Okay, because I was scared because I know. Oh my God. Okay, so how we do this? Oh my God, okay. This is the last thing, Bobby. Are you ready? Yes. On Bobby, I Love You Purr, there were 17 men in the house. Now, out of all of them, give me the names of every single one of them that you had a sexual encounter with. Now, if you don't give me all their names. I have to let you tweet something. I have to tell you the tweet to tweet, and you have to tweet it right now. But you don't have to tell me the answer. If, you don't, if you're like, fuck it, I trust Jason. I mean, but this is so easy because... Out of everyone that I had a because if because if you say, if you don't say somebody's name and they see this they're gonna go live and said you did, right? So yeah, oh no, so, I know. So here's the deal, guys. If I'm lying, you have the right right now to DM, even DM if you don't want to go public, which of course you're gonna gain this clout. But if you don't want DM it, or you guys probably have his number unless you change no, our block. No, I've never gave my number out. Oh. Only only person that had my number, Diggling. Because he was in the hospital, you felt bad for him, I know. So, um, thank you for telling the world that I had a heart. Because I actually, I mean, I actually cried for him. You have a heart. I don't know if people think that Jason is an asshole. (laughs) I am. Sometimes. (laughs) Thank you. But he has a heart. And he's very generous, also. Anyways, um, so I will go ahead and just tell you no one has known this. I'm going to say it now. So, you know, I fucked Andre. But I will say this. So, um, Island Boy ate me out. I think I knew that, though. He ate me out. Didn't you say that on the reunion or no? No. You didn't? Oh, I probably said it in the rage, and they probably never even highlighted it, but I did. I think I probably said, like, you just, because he was trying to make, he was like, your pussy smells like fish, fishbowl. I'm like, well, first of all, bitch, (laughs) well, thank you. I feel accomplished, bitch. My pussy, if my pussy smells like fish, that means I actually have a pussy, right? Because they didn't, like, I mean, so I was like, that's a lie. But anyways, I'm like, how do you know? And so I was like, you just ate my ass. And like, so anyways. So that's it, just those two. Yeah, that's Nobody that's else. Nobody else. I mean, okay, let me ask you, who, is there anybody else you think I should have had any sexual encounters with in the house? Hot Wheels. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Stand <laughs> over nah, him? I, wait, no, 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 I'm going to save you. Okay, look, Ram wait, yourself let, into my ass. Let me tell you the tweet I was going to have you tweet if you didn't tell What is it? Because I need to see this. I wanted you to say, I really regret not letting all the men on Bobby I Love You Purr do a gangbang on me. You want to tweet it? No. You want to? No. <laughs> no, 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 you don't have to. But if you want to, we'll that would be so random. And then this is how divisive he is. He's gonna have his staff posted. <laughs> I was just about to say I would post it on <laughs> Listen, um, it's always good when we link up. I'm gonna hang out with Bobby tonight. We're gonna go and put our best trade hunter outfit on. Although I am dating somebody now. I'm talking to somebody. Like seriously, I see you know, the picture. Of you're happy. Thank you for coming on the Jason Lee Show. <laughs> Make sure you pull up, support Bobby, not only on Love & Hip Hop Miami, but on House of Villains and everything else that he does, the music, all that. I do see you DJing in your best Paris Hilton-esque in Greece, somewhere in that world. And me, and me sitting in a jet, like, Jason, just come. I got a Jeffrey, just come out. I'm doing a set. A set. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to be like, are there boys? 
I'm like, no, but you can bring boys. You have 10 people on the jet. Just come on. Well, Tasha Kay's watching this for sure. So let's say men, because, you know, she also likes to say that the gays are pedophiles. So can I just won't leave she, her? Won't she just die can't she, already? Yeah, can you just, Tasha, can you do me a favor? Have someone bury six feet worth of space in your backyard and just lay in it and have your husband who hates you so much put the dirt on you and you just take a nap until be- you have no more oxygen left in your body. And I always leave it at that. I mean, I don't want to just say die, but if you get the gist of what I'm saying, bitch, you need to find a hobby. And that is playing in traffic, jumping off a cliff, something. Ugh, God's sakes. And pay my girl Cardi her fucking money. Yeah, I think she should go to jail personally for evading paying that bill. Wait, wait, really quick. Yeah. Can she eventually, if she doesn't pay, will the next step be jail? Because I'm wondering, like, because Cardi's not letting off. I know Cardi could have been just like, okay, she want to pay me out tape, but Cardi's not paying. Every time Cardi's like, okay, um, put another, like, so I'm loving Cardi's. Um, well, if she's hiding the money and they find out she she's is, hiding it's the money. in Africa. She's hiding the money in Africa. That's why she went over there. So we need to investigate that. Do they have Wi Fi? Anyway, anyway, no, no, over there. I mean, where she is hiding the money. I'm sure they do. Okay. Well, listen, this has been. She was slick. We're (laughs) on to you, girl. (laughs) This is this is Bobby Lights on the. How much money could she be actually hiding? Goodbye. We're out of here. Bye.